This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, the 14th day of December. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Philadelphia police are looking for surveillance video to get more detailed descriptions of two suspects wanted in a carjacking and shooting in Feltonville late Tuesday night. The 41-year-old male victim was taken to the hospital in stable condition. It happened on uh, West Roosevelt Boulevard by 4th Street shortly before 11 p.m., Police say the victim was sitting in a parked white SUV uh, when two males approached and entered the Mercedes. They struggled with the 41-year-old man before shooting him in the back. Mm. Police say the suspects pulled the victim out of the vehicle and stole the SUV. They then fled in that Mercedes north on the 400 block of Roosevelt Boulevard. The victim was taken to the hospital and is in stable condition. No arrests have been made. Anyone with information is asked to contact police by calling 215-686-TIPS. I don't know how anybody can get away with anything anymore with surveillance cameras and ring cameras and all that stuff. If you guys remember a few months ago, there was a guy uh, who was shot and killed in Springfield, Delaware County uh, in his car. Right. Okay. We haven't heard about it since, but like you thought it was just some random like uh, uh, road rage incident. It wasn't. There was actually more to the story. The guy who shot the other guy actually knew him, blah, blah, blah. But they followed that guy home through like surveillance and ring cameras all sure. from Springfield yeah. to like wherever he was in like Darby or something like that. But sometimes also you will see a close up, crystal clear shot of someone's face uh-huh. and they'll be like, Nobody knows who this guy is. You know what I mean? It happens so, that way as well. So you, yeah. get, you get both of those. Yeah. It's really strange. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, well, they're going to get this guy. And then you, then you find out they didn't get the guy. And by know? the way, they wear masks. Or, they, you know, they're, yeah. they're all things to, to be discreet about it. And a lot of times they will escape in a car that they carjacked. Right. So you, all of that complicates the issues. Yep. Authorities believe the deaths of two brother-in-laws found inside a New Jersey garage Tuesday morning may have been accidental. The Gloucester County Prosecutor's Office said that the apparent accident happened at a property on East Monroe Street in Paulsboro, Gloucester County. Family members identified the victim as Lloyd Campbell and uh, Alan Nichols and said that the pair operated a family towing company from the property and worked as mechanics. A customer who came to the garage on Tuesday morning found Campbell and Nichols unresponsive and called for help, according to the family. Prosecutors say Preliminary information has led them to believe that the victim's death was accidental and may have been caused by carbon monoxide oh, exposure. Oh, man. That's what I was Terrible. Wondering. Yeah. People who knew the victim say the family was well-known and the business was passed down several generations. The county medical examiner's office has yet to report a cause of death. Two missing boaters who departed Cape May, New Jersey last month in a 30-foot sailboat have been found safe. No way. Isn't that yes. amazing? Wow. Amazing, yeah. right? Excellent. According to the United States Coast Guard, 65-year-old Kevin Hyde and 76-year-old Joe DiDomaso and their dog named Minnie were found 214 miles east of Delaware on Tuesday. The men are being taken to New York for evaluation. The boaters set sail on a vessel, Altravita II, from a marina in Cape May on November 26th. But fam- they said they were swallowed by a whale. Oh, oh my God. Stop. But family members lost communication uh, after their stop on December 3rd in North Carolina. At some point, the boaters found themselves off course until they were re- rescued 10 days later. Yeah, it sounds like they were just headed due east <coughs> yes. instead of due south, which oh, is the way they man. were If only there was some sort of cheap device that <laughs> could tell you the direction you were going. Well, here's, here's the problem. Uh, the Coast Guard says that uh, Altravitas II was found to be without fuel and power, rendering their radios and navigation equipment inoperable. But a, a regular compass in your... 
Or yeah, the sun can, coming up. I mean, honestly, who I saw a that BB now? gun that yeah. has a compass but, in the stock. But wait a minute. So they were out of fuel and power. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a, it was a sailboat, right? Uh, yeah, it was a. They were out of sail. Oh, they were. <laughs> oh, damn. We're all out of sail. Did you bring the sail? <laughs> no, damn it, son of a. I just thought they were sticks. Family members told Six ABC the men were waving a red flag and caught the attention of a nearby. Yeah! A nearby uh-huh. tanker at 4.18 p.m. on Tuesday. They were evaluated by the vessel's medical staff with no immediate concerns. <laughs> with just a phone call, relief was given to Didamaso's daughters, Nina and Natalie. Officials say Hyde and Didamaso could barely stand when they were rescued. Because of how exhausted they were, they couldn't talk. So officials had yet to interview them for details on what exactly happened. That, I mean, that's amazing. I, I, I bet you, even they, you know, thought they weren't long for the world. Yeah. Steve, the sonar would be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See that? Like Aquaman, all the whales coming together. I was so excited to see this story yeah. this morning. Yeah. I'm so happy. The, I don't I don't know them. I just saw their pictures hey. yesterday, and I was like, oh, my oh, God, God, this is it's awful. Unbelievable. Kathy, when you reported the story yesterday, I thought the worst. I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like, nine, ten days, forget it. They're gone. But listen, there are people that have been adrift for a couple of months. And Much longer. To survive, yeah. So. You live on sea sticks, right? Yeah, yeah the yeah. sea stick guy. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Well, that's good news. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. It's fantastic. On Wednesday, the Coast Guard will pick up the men and the dog after the tanker docks in New York at 2 p.m. In sports this morning. The Sixers beat the Kings 123 to 103 last night in their their third game of seven in a row at the Wells Fargo Center. They improved to to 3-0. Joel Embiid had 31 points on 10 for 16 shooting. James Harden put together a 21-point, 15-assist, 5-steal performance. And Tobias Harris scored 21 points and handed out 9 assists. The Sixers are at home again on Friday night against the Warriors. Tip-off is scheduled for 7.30. The Flyers' road trip didn't get any better Tuesday night. They lost to the Avalanche 3-2. The 9-14-7 Flyers dropped to 0-1-2 on their four-game road swing and haven't won away from home since November 5th. What the f*** is this? They play again tomorrow night against the Devils in New Jersey at 7 o'clock. And Mississippi State head football coach Mike Leach has died at the age of 61. Leach suffered what the school said was complications from a heart issue on Sunday morning and was transported to a hospital in Jackson, Mississippi. Earlier Monday, Mississippi State said Leach was in critical condition and had his family at his side in the hospital. He died on Monday night. Leach had been with uh, Mississippi State for three seasons after stints in Texas Te- at Texas Tech and Washington State. Bryce, you might remember this guy, and we I, I feel like we've played clips of him before, but he was, you know, like... He'd be going into the locker room for halftime, and they'd ask him a question, and he'd be like, uh, "Candy corns are the worst candy in the in the world," you know. And he was just such a weird, like fun, uh, goofy, funny, goofy, guy. lovable guy. It's sad. Wow, yeah. that's terrible. Terrible. Sixty-one yeah. years old, uh, and that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome to Wednesday. A couple of Wednesday things are going to happen. We have a secret text word today. This is great. Tickets to see Steel Panther. Yeah, uh, the on the prowl. <laughs> World Tour, and that is going to be on St. Patrick's Day, uh, Friday, March 17th. So St. Patrick's Day and the fact that it's a Friday will be at the Keswick Theater. We spoke to Stixadinia. 
uh, the other day. He's stoked about it. Loves coming to Philadelphia. They're going to be uh, supported by Crobot out of Pottsville. Yeah. And uh, the, the band Tragedy, a heavy metal Bee Gees tribute band. God, I want to go to this show. Well, if we're if we're not at spring training, yes. that's something we have to do. For sure. So uh, text the word secret to 39333, and we'll send a word back to you and ask you to call in later on with that word, and we'll grab a designated caller and give you the prize if you know the word, and then we'll grab a random texter on top of that, too, and give that away. We have Christmas Miracle uh, passes to give away. I'll make sure we have your chance to do that. Uh, a heads up, our skate night. Uh, for Flight on Ice, which was going to be tomorrow night, has been postponed. Yeah. We're going to shoot for either January or February. It's just going to rain too heavy tomorrow. Even if we were to go and not skate, it would just be kind of miserable. So Yeah, yeah not just like yeah. passing. It's going to be all night long. Yep, but uh, we're excited to head to the rink at Energy Transfer Veterans Memorial Park in Edgemont. Um, so just a heads up uh, on that. So no more giveaways. So we're going to postpone that whole thing. Um, and we also will go live on Fox Good Day this morning. That's another Wednesday thing we do. And as a guest later on, Chevy Chase will be joining us. Pretty damn awesome. We had a chance to talk to him a while back, but uh, chatting uh, about specifically uh, Christmas Vacation, he is going to be doing an appearance and uh, they're going to do play the movie and a Q&A with him at the Tropicana in Atlantic City on Saturday and you can go to Ticketmaster.com to get tickets. You know, it's great as, as you know, doing uh, the, the research on this. And then, you know, when we did it for uh, the Caddyshack appearance, he loves talking about the movies. He yeah. loves talking about the behind-the-scenes stuff. And, I mean, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is... It's a classic. It it's is. a complete classic. And they've been running it like crazy lately. Yes, they lately. have. Uh, so, uh, it's a chance to chat with him about that. We're looking forward to it around 1015 is when we'll have Chevy Chase on. So uh, those things are more taking place. Let's go ahead and break. Come back in a second. Stupid question and entertainment report. That's on the way. Hang out with us, won't you, on this Wednesday morning. Be right back. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Stupid question. We are going to give away a pair of tickets to see Bush with special guest Candlebox Friday, February 17th at the Ovation Hall at the Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. Uh, here's a question for you. What is a group of locusts called? Uh-huh. 215-263-WMMR. It's not a swarm. No. It's a different name. Let's see if you know what a group of locusts is called. 215-263-WMMR. There's a few birthdays to mention while we wait for your call today, Wednesday, uh, the 14th of December. It's Vanessa Hudgens' birthday today. Uh, she's super talented. Yeah. Nice beaver. Can't help it. <laughs> there was a naked <laughs> picture of her a gazillion years ago, and she had lots of pubic hair. Yes. And that's why the nice beaver clip is played I every she, year at her birthday. She's transcended the beaver a little bit. Though, uh, right? I mean, it's she's... the first thing, even though I loved her in, in uh, Tick, Tick, Boom... 
and I think she's a fine singer. That's the first actress. thing you go to. It's um, the first thing I think of. She's a she's a lovely gal. She's very talented. We were talking about Sucker Punch, Preston. She's in that yeah. and yeah. Uh, a ton of stuff. But yeah, I like man that that live version of Grease they did for Fox. Mm. She's excellent. Was she Rizzo? Yeah, she was Rizzo. Uh, yeah, uh, but Casey's right. If you haven't seen Tick Tick Boom, I, I didn't even know that was her. Yeah, yeah. I was halfway Until through. I the movie was yeah. over, and I'm like, oh my god, that was her. And <laughs> yep. she was. That's the girl with the bush. She can sing. <laughs> she's got the big beave. Yeah, honey, beaver. Come can... in here. Remember that woman I was telling you about? Looked like a tumbleweed. Uh, That's she, her. She can sing very well. She's super talented. She's 34 today. Uh, D. Wallace Stone. She played the mother in the movie E.T. So I love her, mommy. No, uh, the um, she does a lot of social media now. I'm tr- I've been trying to reach out to her to get her to come on. Oh yeah, yeah. She's on TikTok and all this stuff. What is she? What's what's she's her thing? Talking about her movies and her career. Oh, she was the mom okay. in Cujo as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so um, she seems. I'm, I'm chipping away at that. Hopefully, get her on. All right, D. Wallace Stone is 74 years old today. I had her. Uh, you did? Wow. Yeah. What did Just you use? Blast. Okay. Well, <laughs> of course. Of course. I mean, look That's where your power comes <laughs> yeah, from. my penis is very small. But my digits are enormous. Yeah. And you have three tongues, too. Absolutely. And one's in my butthole. <laughs> what? Yeah. You didn't know? <laughs> we just discovered that. I, I wanted to get home because that's where my mouth was. <laughs> yeah. On Queef's Flat. <laughs> On Queef's Flat, my home place. It's all very disgusting by, by your standards. By Earth's standards, but for you. For us, it's like Norman Rockwell. Yeah, all right. Uh, actress Tia Tejada, or Texada. Uh, I don't know her. It says from t- from Dust Till Dawn, Phone Booth, and Third Watch. Oh, okay. She's on the probably the series from Dust Till Dawn, uh, the Robert oh. Rodriguez series. If I'm correct, she's very attractive. I would imagine that she is. I think uh, she's the lead vampire. Hang on, I'm gonna, as you can imagine. I'm going to pull her up because uh, usually on um, I think uh, doesn't Third Watch have like yeah very attractive people on that show? Well, Third Watch was like the OG um, firefighter EMT right? show. And it had, um, uh, I can't, I'm like blanking Raph on Bateson. everybody. No, I used to watch it all the time. <clears throat> um, but I'm blanking on everybody who was in it. Uh, Bobby Ca- Cannavar. Oh, Bobby Cannavar. Thank yeah. you. Uh, yeah, he's great. Okay. Yeah. And um, then, I'm trying to think of who else came out of it. Skip Sudeth, who was on Heroes, he was in it. Okay. The great I'm Skip Sudeth. Oh, yeah, great. I, I pulled right? up their cast. He was the cop. I don't, yeah, I don't know anybody on this Do show. Do you recognize her at all? Uh, no, but she's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful woman. Uh, so she turns uh, 51 years old today. Uh, from the world of rock, we have bassist Cliff Williams, who plays for ACDC. What's uh-huh. the best ACDC song to play for Cliff Williams? Uh, I don't, I'm trying to think of something that had that from the very beginning. Yeah. Has, uh, uh, I don't know. Have a drink on me. See okay. If, see if that uh, starts off with uh, with some bass and So guitar. here's the problem. When I go in our new system, Preston, when I go to search for ACDC songs, yeah. the uh-huh. best I can do is anything that has AC in the in the title. Doesn't or lead you into ACDC no, because, on a rock station? Because if I put that little slash in there. Yeah. Hold uh, on. Okay. This says sort by title right there. All right. Maybe you can switch that to sort by artist. But here, and I can do that. All right. Here. Snort by Dort. Snort by Dort. Okay, so then it does that. And there are... Two thousand four hundred seventy-seven things. Artists are, that start uh, well, with AC. Just anything that has uh, that's stupid. I every but, commercial but, from Atlantic City. Every. Yeah. Uh, but here's the deal: when I push this little button that makes the slash in for ACDC, yeah, 
everything. Nothing comes up. Nothing comes up, even though. Did you capitalize the C? Yes, I've, I've done no. it all. Even, so I'm going to go. It should by. be the most relaxed search. You, you should just yeah. be able to even lowercase put in okay. AC well, and get ACDC selection. I've right. talked to the powers that be about yeah. that. No. Yeah. we got to hold them hostage. See if they can fix that for you. Anyway. Uh, and we're past Cliff Burton's birthday. So yeah, go, go to He's 73 today. <laughs> uh, so that was our tribute, talking about how our system works here and how to locate ACDC songs. We wanted to play more for you, Cliff. Uh, Joyce Vincent Wilson. She was one of the members of Tony Orlando and Dawn. That's right. One of the singers, and uh, she is 76 years old today. The other one was Thelma Hopkins? Correct, and she was an actress. That's right. And she was uh, on Bosom Buddies and and did some movie stuff. I think she was in Dr. Detroit and a few other things. But (laughs) the other member of Dawn was uh, Joyce Vincent Wilson. I enjoyed Tony Orlando I did, too. You know, it was pop stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's uh, 76 today. Uh, Steve Ginger Lynn. Ginger Lynn. Adult ah, she's one of my favorite porn stars. Yes. She had a face, a face like a Noxema complexion, but she did filthy things. And I, <laughs> I just enjoyed watching it so much. Wow. She was one of the most beautiful she was a, uh, porn stars. Rita, uh, Rita Wilson came over one time. She had. She brought her whole porn collection. Oh, my God. And uh, she and I watched it. Of course, our, our, our significant others are not as much into porn as we were. Okay, so they left the room and you two could sit and watch porn? We just marveled at that, okay. how much she could take. Uh, Ginger- Without joking. <laughs> Ginger Lynn, by the way, celebrating a uh, milestone birthday. She is 60 years old today. Uh, Na- Natasha McElhone. McElhone, yeah. Is it McElhone? Yeah, anytime. Okay. Yeah, it's it's like McElwain. Like, anytime there's like a, uh, a, a vowel, vowel after the-, the C, it's you hit that, the, the accent is on that vowel. It yeah. becomes oh. a double X. Or, or so, no, I'm sorry. Instead of Mick, you say Mac. Yeah. McElhone. Okay, yeah. so she... Uh, in the Truman Show was the one who was said she was from Fiji, the yes. one that he was uh, obsessed with. Yeah. Uh, Casey is currently watching the show Designated Survivor. She eventually pops up in that show. Yep. Yeah, she's um, and, uh, and she's also in uh, this season of The Crown, uh, which is pretty cool. I have not watched. Uh, I've enjoyed it. One episode, so I'm, I'm kind of waiting for yeah, everything I think to... probably the fourth or fifth one she shows All up right. in it. Yeah. Um, and so she turns 51 years old today. Uh, and then the last birthday, I'm not going to pretend like I know who this person is, Jackson Rathbone, who oh. played Jasper in the Twilight movies. Okay. Okay. Is... Well, which, were you team Cullen or team? Dude, I have no idea. Okay. I was team don't watch that <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah. Team, I don't want to watch this I was at team all. team on the other channels. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hold Jeez. a gun on me. That's the only, only uh, way I'm going to watch this. So Jackson, it has his two credits, uh, the Twilight movies and uh, The Last Airbender. He's well, he's, he's basically De Niro. You think his actual name stuff. is Jackson Rathbone or you think that's it? Sometimes his stage names are Rackson so... Jackson Rathbone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you, you, you create yeah. a name... That you want you want to pop, right? You know, yeah. And that's the mindset. So, what what made you think of that? I just it just seems too a little a little too Hollywoody. Okay, uh, believe it or not, I know this guy because I've seen all the movies, uh, the uh, Twilight movies, and he looks very familiar. Uh, so he's thirty eight. I don't know. He may have been born with a different name, Raxon Jathbone. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was Raxon Jathbone. Close Monroe Jackson Rathbone. Oh, oh okay. Monroe. Monroe. We are the Twilight movies playing a vampire. All right. Uh, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. What is a group of locusts called? 215-263-WMMR is the number, and we are going to go to John, see if he knows. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning, Fresno. All right, John, good morning it to you. What is a group of locusts called? What would be a plague of locusts? That is correct, yeah. a plague. Ooh. Well done, John. Hang on, buddy. Ooh. 
You get yourself a pair of tickets to see Bush. Uh, they're going to be playing with special guest Candlebox Friday, February 17th, Ovation Hall at Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. Tickets are on sale now. And you can just text the word CONCERTS to 39333 and you'll get a link back to our concert calendar with more information. We've got Bush. Yes. We've got Bush. Bush will be there. Do you remember we were supposed to get, like, these locusts were supposed to overtake our... Cicadas? Oh, cicadas. it was cicadas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right, that's right. I thought it was locusts. Didn't really happen. Yeah. No. no, and it didn't happen. Not as bad as they thought. I remember right. hearing some, but it wasn't what they had predicted. So. No. All right, so in an interview with People, published on Tuesday, Jay Leno shared his experience of the garage fire that left him suffering from second and third degree burns last month. He said, with a steam car... You have gasoline, but you also have a vaporizer, which is heated by a pilot light to turn the water into steam. Uh, and he was under the car trying to unclog one of those lines. And he said, I got a face full of gasoline. And he said, I knew how close I was to the pilot light. And I thought, uh-oh. And it felt exactly like my face was on fire. Oh, my he said, God. Maybe like the most intense sunburn you've ever had. That'd be fair to say. Uh, Leno closed his eyes and he held his breath. He was smart enough to hold his breath because he tried to get out from underneath the car uh, before his friend Dave uh, helped him. He said, I'm not a panicky guy, but I knew if I breathed in that I could scorch my lungs. Very smart. I was under the car maybe 10 seconds before Dave pulled me out any longer than that, and I could have lost my eye. So he he's obviously worked on enough cars uh, and probably knows protocols like pit crew stuff, so that was very smart that he did that. And again, if you see him... He it looks basically like he had a bad sunburn, but he's he's doing great. Uh, and I tell you what, I saw a close up of his hand. Yeah. His hand was was charred pretty good. That was the most. That was yeah. the most obvious burn on his body was his hand. Yeah. So he's but he's he's bouncing back yeah. wonderfully. Don't you get? I mean, I still to this day, if I'm putting radiator fluid in the car or whatever, or you know, your jumper cables, I'm like, you've heard the stories, mm-hmm. and it's just, that, that's the most simple maintenance. And yet I'm always like, I better gotta be careful. Sure. It's gonna blow up in my face. Yeah, yeah. Anytime I'm tinkering with a battery yeah. or something like right. that, I just it's gonna blow up in my face. Wanna get shocked or yeah. whatever. But uh, according to People magazine, Pete Davidson and Emily Ratajkowski are going strong. Oh, that's and they're great. getting a little more serious. A uh, source told the outlet uh, they have a love of the East Coast in common. And Which coast do you like? The similar vibes personality-wise and style-wise. Uh, and it's always the same thing with him. He really makes her laugh and keeps things fun. That's what he does, man. According to this particular source. But, uh, yeah. It, it's now, I was reading an article where it's now sort of, you sort of casually float out there that you want to be a Pete Davidson conquest. And I... Uh, He's built his reputation by having Ariana Grande and a few others. That almost that has opened the door. We said many times before. He is now on the radar of this high level. It's it's a it's a self, pool. It's, it's a self sustaining. It is fire. It's like the sun. Yeah. It's just now it just goes. Just goes. It's it's of its it, own. It, it, it's power. on autopilot. Yeah. He doesn't have to do anything. And if you want to grow your own brand, you become Googleable. Because oh, this person was spotted with Pete Davidson, and everyone starts googling True. that person. You can capitalize on his on the How legend that's that? running him. Like if 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 you, I wanted to build the Marissa Magnata brand, I you'd would have to give him oral, uh, <laughs> yeah, or basically. just go to a Sixers game with him. <laughs> oh, you just go to oh, so yeah, you and give to, him oral there. Be okay. seen, yeah, be seen with be them, seen and then with him. you're okay. googled, and then people start following you to see the, for the tea, if you will. Okay. All right. So he's, uh, yeah, apparently he and Emily are, are doing well. Uh, Demi Moore, this is nice, shared uh, rare family photos to Instagram on Tuesday featuring uh, Bruce Willis. 
uh, and their three daughters uh, that they share together. Obviously, they're not together any longer, uh, but he was with his wife, Emma Hemming, in these photos uh, with their two daughters. And um, Moore had captioned the series of the pictures, uh, We Are Family, uh, getting into the holiday spirit. So. I've seen a number of pictures of him and videos of him in this situation, where apparently his current wife and Demi Moore and everybody, they all get along. They realize yeah. it's a benefit to him. And every picture and every video, Bruce seems to be very happy and smiling. So yeah. I hope that's good. It yeah. seems to be good. Yep, absolutely. Aphasia, right? Isn't yes, that yeah, right. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Patrick Dempsey. Oh, we have a... Um, hair thing? We have a hair change. Oh! Yes, we do. Yes. So he shocked fans by getting rid of all of his hair. He shaved what his the- head. Uh, Dempsey's wife, Jillian, shared a video of the Grey's Anatomy star cleaning up his shaved head with a pair of clippers. What? And she captioned the Instagram post, change is good. Uh, Jillian explained, Jillian explained that he, uh, why he decided to make this change. She said, Patrick recently dyed his hair platinum for a project, and even though he colored his hair back, it wasn't the same natural salt and pepper color that we all know and love. And in order to let his color grow back... Naturally, we needed to give him a fresh and short start, it says. What the so. f*** is this? Now, I'm reading this. It says he shaves his head. Yeah. I'm looking at a video of it. He, he just took it down tight. That's yeah. all he did. Oh, yeah. that's stupid. Uh, they're Why liars. did he report this? They're he got a haircut. Yeah, wow. Come on. By the way, it looks good on him. Yeah, it does. The, uh, the short crop look looks good. I wonder if... I don't know if I could get away with that. Uh, you know what? You should try that and paint your nails. <laughs> get away from get me. Get away from me. <laughs> you crazed hair stylist. You get away from me. Said, What's you that? forever said you wouldn't be able to. Get Just do it. I'm afraid to do it. Just do it. Yeah. Because it's a guarantee of a bad look if it doesn't look for good. For a little while. For throw a hat on. If it, also, for the risk of like, I don't know, what if your hair doesn't grow back? Nah, you know I don't think that. Wear a turban. You're not worried about that? Oh. Well, if you're not worried about that, then you should do it. But you remember the one time... What happened? <laughs> Remember, we were in a mixer, and Nick had gone and gotten this really tight buzz the job. Gump. The gump. He and the we gump. were just cracking up. He did not have a sense of humor about that. <laughs> he didn't think it was funny at he all. He did not. It just didn't look right. It did not look Maybe it was just a shock of seeing him that way. And that it actually looked better than we well, thought. Well, it was, no, it and was that, out of the blue. haircut. It was. It was. It was that it was short on the the sides, and it was a little longer up top. It was yeah. the cut that he but, got. But the thing was, he had showed up. At the event, like he had gotten it done. Like we didn't get a preview beforehand. No. He showed up at a public event with this new hair thing that just didn't quite work. And we were all like, I was cracking up. How short do you think you would take it? Like like this. This, okay. this, this video of, of Patrick Dempsey. So We can do it right now. No, I don't want to do it right now. Stop being a wimp your whole life. I, no, the holidays are coming up. Pictures <laughs> right. are being taken. So okay, like, fine, maybe not the first fine. year. But uh, it looks like he takes it down to like uh, I don't know, like a, a six on the uh, the guard on the uh, you know something like that. My progression occurred that way, where I finally just went you know straight bald. Was uh, I, I just kept taking it down, and I liked it more and more yeah. the more I did it. I'll do it. Like, yeah. yeah, a lot of times when people are balding like that, Steve, the, yeah. the you know it's they'll. I don't want to be that bald-headed guy, and then... Do it. All right, well, listen, I'm just going to shave down the sides because... And then, I mean, my brother was doing the same thing, and uh, and he would get his hair cut every week. And I'm like, you're spending a lot of money on somebody to just... Knock it off. It was the pandemic, really, that, uh, that... 
you know, thrust him into shaving it himself. And, yeah, I'm, I love it. But, I'll do it. I'll do it after the first. Season. All right. Yeah, and you know goes. what? I mean? If it doesn't look right on you, just throw a hat on. Throw for a, a hat few on. Weeks. Yeah. I can't really do that. Oh, sorry about that. No, you know what I can't do though is I can't wear a hat while uh, doing the radio show because it uh, yeah. it pushes my headphones out, and yeah. you can get feedback if you get too close to the microphone. Anyway. We'll see. We'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, I have some other stories. Yes. Enough about me. No, Let's yeah. move on. What, what do, do you think about me? <laughs> Kids do the darndest things. Jessica Chastain uh, told The Guardian recently that when she was younger, she would eat banana peels in her school cafeteria to get attention from the other students. She would eat banana peels? That's what she says. Yeah, she said, I was an obnoxious kid because I wasn't getting appropriate attention and I would do things like eat banana peels in the lunchrooms. You must be out of your goddamn mind! So kids would notice me. I, I would imagine that tastes pretty disgusting. I would imagine the kids are probably noticing already, all right? She's, I don't know what she looked like as a kid, but she's, you know, she's a cutie. Yeah, uh, but I, I don't know. I don't, and I don't know uh, what age that was that she was doing I used it. to start fires mm-hmm. to, uh, <laughs> to get attention. Yeah, yeah. Did anybody notice? No. Oh, the sorry. fire department did. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. When Nicolas Cage went to the doctor's office as a child, so we have uh, childhood memories we're diving into yeah. here, yeah. Uh, he was shocked to learn that he was human. Uh, the actor recently I live told, on a diet of sand. He recently told Ramstyle magazine that he truly believed that he was an alien when he was younger. I can see that. He said I was shocked the day that I went to the doctor's office as a child and found out that I had normal organs and a normal skeleton because I was certain that I was from another planet. My father told me that he felt like he had to introduce himself to me because I was such an alien. <laughs> uh, he added that he had trouble building relationships with other people. And that this led him to acting. He said, I had difficulties connecting with other people. And when I saw David Bowie and the man who fell from uh, fell to earth, I realized I needed to do something, so I became an actor. That's so pretty hilarious. He's always been a little offbeat. When there was no meat, we ate fowl. When there was no fowl, we ate crow dead. And when there was no crow dead to be found, we ate sand. We ate what? We ate sand. We ate sand? That's right. That's right. He's fantastic in that. And if you haven't oh. seen the unbearable weight of massive talent. I loved it. Uh, it was, isn't it great? Where yeah. he is basically playing a version of himself. Yep. It's on the list. Yeah. I need to see it. All right. Darren Aronofsky, the director of the new film Whale, is responding to claims that the movie promotes fat phobia. Mm. In September, film critic uh, Katie Reif tweeted, I can't recommend a good in good conscience that fat people watch The Whale. I can't recommend that skinny people watch it either. Since it reinforces the notion that fat people are objects of pity who have brought the their suffering upon themselves through lack of coping skills. Uh, in a recent interview with Yahoo Entertainment, Aronofsky said, uh, people with obesity are generally written as bad guys or as punchlines. We wanted to create a fully worked out character who has bad parts about him and good parts about him. Charlie's very selfish, but he also is full of love and is seeking forgiveness. So the controversy makes no sense to me. Brendan Fraser is the right actor to play this role, and the film is an exercise in empathy. You remember what's eating Gilbert Grape, the mother in that, right? She's yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. morbidly obese, but she's a, a loving character. By the way, so this, it's not every overweight person's story. Yes. It's this character's story. Who is you know it? I mean? has some bad elements to it. His, the whole movie's focused yes. on him 
reconciling with his daughter. Yeah. So he's got good aspects, he's got bad aspects. But um, you can't always say that this character represents everybody. every single person. It's it's a story about a person. Yeah. You know um, what I mean? Exactly. No, but that's I, exactly right. I understand if you if you see something and you might be a little bit hurt by the fact that it's that's touching on a sensitive point in your own life or something like that. The I movie that. they should be going after is Kill Fatty with a Stick. There yeah, you that, go. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's just wrong. insensitive all no, the way around. But this in this case, again, this is a... Uh, um, you know what people have said? They said it's very powerful. Mm-hmm. I've heard a number of people say, one and done. Like okay. It, it weighs on you that okay. much. One of those movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But this I, critic, I, I've never heard of her, is... Um... Is he a great big fat person? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I don't know who Katie Reif is. All right, so according to Entertainment Tonight, uh, Eugene Levy will return to television as the host of a new travel show <laughs> called The Reluctant Traveler. Uh, the Apple TV Plus series will premiere February 24th and will show... Uh, uh, Levy visiting Costa Rica, Finland, Italy, Japan, uh, the Maldives, uh, Portugal, South Africa, and the U.S. That could be fun. I yeah. wonder if he's going to do that with his uh, uh, his son, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, because he's great. He's great, too. Uh, just a couple more quick things. Uh, I love this. This was great. Uh, I saw it from a couple days ago, but I didn't get a chance to mention it yet. But on Monday's episode of the Smartless podcast, Emily Blunt revealed that Tom Cruise told her to stop being such a pussy <laughs> while the pair were filming Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, she, shared that, <laughs> she shared that she was uh, struggling with the 85-pound costume. Yeah, you remember those things. Yep. Yeah, It's like an, an exoskeleton yeah. uh, device that they were wearing. And she, she said uh, Cruise didn't know what to do. She said we had to wear these enormous suits, which I think would have been great if we had CGI'd them, but we wanted to do it in a tactile way. And she said, when you hear the word tactile, you think, well, that sounds nice and cozy. <laughs> so there was nothing cozy about these suits. It was like 85 pounds. It was so heavy. And the first time I put it on, I started to cry. And Cruz didn't know what to do. So naturally, uh, Tom stared at her for a long time, she said. And then he goes, come on. Stop being such a pussy, okay? <laughs> and she said that made her laugh, and then they were able to move forward. I love that movie. It is a great movie. And she is a mega badass. She yeah. is. And and uh, it's terrific. It's just, uh, the word is they might be working on a second one. I thought they were. Yeah. yeah that's and the word. And so that would be terrific. But uh it gets you right from the first few seconds. Yeah. What was the? Uh, what was the, they, they? They like you see it. Live, die, painted. repeat. No, 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 no. Uh, 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 that, like her character's name is like like Stone Cold Bitch or something yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. It was yes. like she had a she had a nickname of like she was the most badass uh, soldier in yeah. in the entire. I wish I I should know that. I I, I have forces. seen that movie. Probably ten times. Cruz has, was, a, has yeah. a good, like Oblivion is another one that I think I is just, terrific. Well, I yeah. just you named two movies yeah. of Tom Cruise that I was ready to completely brush off. Right, right. And then I watch and I'm like, hold on, these are really, he, really good he, movies. He, he picks good projects. He does. Yeah. He yeah. makes good decisions. By the way, Emily Blunt looks like my my childhood girlfriend. She, I, I, I she's one of God. Yeah. She's, she's also self-deprecating, which is a, a major plus. Well, you're very lucky because she's stunning, man. I mean, we were little kids. But yeah. it was the first girl I ever My first me. girlfriend looked like Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I I don't know if that's a joke or not. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. the way I like oh, it. Okay. You never know. Yeah. All right. Anyhow. Uh, right. Marissa's trying to find out what her nickname was. It was like, man, I can't remember. Something, something bitch. Uh, I, or, or no, wait, wait. Uh, Moose Knuckle. Full Metal Bitch. Oh, Full, full metal, metal Bitch. Wasn't that it? <laughs> moose Knuckle. Moose Knuckle Bitch. <laughs> She's the, the, the Why moose don't knuckle. you forget the moose for a moment? Uh, I think that's what it was called. <laughs> yeah, Full Metal Bitch. Full Got metal it. Bitch. There you go. All right. One last thing. Moving on from the Moose Knuckle. 
Sony Pictures dropped the official trailer for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse yesterday. Uh, according to Vulture, the film has and had a thousand animators working on it. Oh, I believe it. Um, Oscar Isaac is playing Spider-Man. Issa Rae is playing Spider-Woman. And I saw the clip because, um, uh, what is a girl's name? Haley Steinfeld had, had posted. I guess she's uh, Gwen. She's the voice of Gwen. In okay. It. Uh, so the first one was, oh, was great. so good, and yeah. it has it's uh, it's as impressive a piece of animation because it contains so many styles of animation. Yes, agreed. Because they go across the, the yeah. verse, I, yeah. the universe. So the original voice of that Spider-Man is I don't because he's older now, so he can't. Mitch like, McConnell is not Mitch McConnell. I can chew web out of my breath. I basically do whatever a spider can. <laughs> Wait, you're Spider-Man? Yeah. And you can do... I do basically whatever a spider can. Can you spin a web? Anytime. Yeah. How do you catch... That's teeth just like flies. Like flies. Look out, man. <laughs> All right. I love that. All right, uh, and then and then there were clips, and yeah. then <laughs> and then there were clips. All right, where the hell are we? Here we are. Uh, let's see. There's no Nicolas Cage in this follow-up series to the hit 2000s film about history-obsessive hunting for treasure called National Treasure: Edge of History. So Nicolas Cage is not in this. In this clip, London Linden, London Linden. I think it's Linden Smith. <laughs> Discusses what she's excited for viewers to see in the show. Here we go. How much we've really expanded the world. Because if you liked the first two movies, we're essentially giving you ten mini-movies. So this still has the same spirit of that amazing action that you get from the movies. But because we have ten hours, we can give you the action, but also really get into the character study of all these people. I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't think I want to see it. <laughs> What? I'm still laughing at Mitch McConnell's <laughs> Spider-Man. That is just... It's, it's the multiverse. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Who's to say that yeah. that didn't happen yeah. in, in one of the, the tendrils one of, of the, yes, all those universes out there? <laughs> National Treasure Edge of History is out today on, <laughs> on Disney+. <laughs> After three seasons of refusing to work Not together... Not five cents entertainment. <laughs> Not much tingles on you anymore. No. Yeah. Not a long time. Yeah. All right. Uh, All three seasons of refusing to work together. The members of Doom Patrol are finally ready to become a team in Doom Patrol Season 4. Yes. Here, star Michelle Gomez reveals what viewers will see this season. Uh, There's a lot of butts this year. There's a lot of butts that need to be kicked, and I'm kicking them. Madame Rouge is kicking those butts. She's kicking ass. And uh, there's a lot of ass to kick. Uh, Doom Patrol Season 4 is out uh, now on there, HBO Max. A lot of fans of that show. I watched a little bit of it. I thought it was very good, and then it started to get not good, so I disconnected. But the word is it reclaimed its goodness, if you care. I don't know it. Yeah. Is it is it animated? Oh, it's a superhero. Is it animated? Yeah, live action. Live action. Yeah. Okay. Doom Patrol. 
All right, that is the last bit in the entertainment report for you this morning. We have a bunch happening today. We have a secret text word, a chance for you to check out uh, Steel Panther at the Keswick yeah. Theater on St. Patrick's Day. Text word secret to 39333. Uh, we'll do some um, Presidency Christmas Miracle Passes, a Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition. Listen up for your chance to win those. We will have Chevy Chase yeah. on the program today. Uh, Chevy's going to be checking in with us around a little after 10 o'clock, 10, 15, something like that, because he's doing an appearance in Atlantic City uh, where there's a screening of the uh, Christmas Vacation movie, and he's doing a Q&A. And he, this is something he loves to do, so yep. he has stories aplenty. And then we also have tickets to give away to see award-winning comedian Jack Whitehall and his Jack Arse Tour, <laughs> uh, which is going to be Thursday, February 16th at the Miller Theater. Uh, tickets go on sale this Friday for that show, and I would like to give away a pair of tickets right now. Nice. I will take call number 16 at 215-263-WMMR. We will give you tickets to see Jack Whitehall. And again, that show is Thursday, February 16th at the Miller Theater. And uh, if you uh, want a link uh, and a chance to win a second, a second opportunity to win tickets, just text Jack Arse to three nine three three three. That's J A C K A R S E. All right. Uh, to three nine three three three. We'll send that link over, and you have a chance to win that way. But call number sixteen. You get those tickets right now. We uh, will take a break at this very moment. Come back in just a moment as the sun is breaking the horizon, and share this Wednesday together. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Red Hot Chili Peppers Billy Idol Soraya New music, more of everything that rocks on 93.3 WMMR. Very pretty out this morning. It's gorgeous. Blue skies and sunshine and all that stuff. You know, wow. one of the things <clears throat> I do love that we get this time of year, and I can't stand the cold, uh, but we get the most gorgeous sunsets in the wintertime. Yeah. Yeah, there's something about it. It's also yep. just the air is very crisp, and it's very nice. Obviously, uh, you know, these kind of things. But when the, uh, the weather turns really uh, bad, you don't like that. But there's a lot to be said for this uh, the, this uh, type of uh, weather. I was so. out last night. We were doing some uh, running around with the family. And we were walking. Rochelle had parked, like, far away. I don't know why. <laughs> and we're walking. And I got to, like, like my teeth were chattering. Oh, really? Like, I mean, I was. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. why. But I got hit with, like, I, I don't like this. I don't like it. It was that kind of cold. But uh, we do get uh, beautiful sunrises and sunsets. So enjoy Quickly, I want to do a shout out. Right. Uh, this is a email that I received from Tom Dakota. He says, hey, Preston, my friend Kristen Bowman absolutely loves your show yeah. and does not miss a day listening or watching it on YouTube. And this year has been really rough for her. And I would like to put a smile on her face and make her day. If you could please send a greasy shout out to her on her birthday which is Wednesday, December 14th. So we are sending this. It's a very happy birthday to Kristen. And we hope uh, things get better for yes. you in the new Don't year. Don't like to hear that. Even before the year, it's new a, year. It's let's, a time to reset, though. Let's get things better right now. Um, so I saw this article this morning, and it focused on a uh, Reddit thread, which is kind of an interesting uh, scenario you might find yourself in this time of year. Now, we've talked before about... Um, 
people that get into fresh relationships leading into the holidays. Right. Uh, and sometimes people will even hang on to a relationship uh, to get through the holidays, or they'll break up right before the holidays. One of those other or things Or to get gifts to it. That's also happened, yeah. But one of the things you may not have considered is if you are bringing a fairly new significant other uh, to the family gathering... And there happens to be family photos taking place. Oh, yeah. How do you handle that? So it says, and, and reading this article, it says, this holiday, the holidays are an especially perilous time for your, fu- your uh, for future use photo reel. Uh, you might think that it's harmless to haul your boyfriend along to your family gathering this year, only to be in, uh, enraged by his presence in the photos for seasons to come. You hope if you break up, it'll be amicable and the photos will only bring good memories, but why risk it? So this year, don't make the same mistakes. Be strategic with your photos. Okay. So no matter what, they'll remain totally usable in the future. And they have a few tips for this. Do you believe you have a methodology? Uh, I don't, you, you I, okay. I don't, but I, I did have it happen and uh, I did not. And, and we ended up utilizing, it was my mom's strategy Unbeknownst to me at the time, so it was uh, me and and it. I don't think we were new at the time, but my family just didn't like her. This was um, burnt rubber, burnt rubber girl. They, okay. What is they that knew. smell, Teresa? Smells uh, like your nutsack, stinky crotch. Uh, so when we That's were your nutsack, thanks, mom. <laughs> uh, we were taking family photos, and at some point, she made her move all the way to the end. Wow! Yeah. Okay. Away from you? Yep. At, uh, well, no, I was I was okay. next to her, all but right. but she, we made sure that she was on the very very end. Right. I didn't know mom was doing this. I right. just thought that she wanted you know. Well, she did because very Teresa definitely then tall, so maybe we'd had an order. I don't sure. know. But anyway, and sure enough, it was a great picture, and we cut her oh, right man. out. Of wow. It. Actually, cut her out of it physically, wow. not not Smart. Photoshop. Right, physically take scissors and cut it out of there. This is actually a well-known tactic yeah. in my mom's family. Okay, it was always spouses on the end, even spouses on the end. And the running joke is my my dad uh, in a family photo is the very very last husband on the end, and he's the only husband that was left. Married. Everybody else got oh, divorced. Well, you know what? So it was ironic that he was in the end. But it became such a running joke, Steve, that I have been able to use it with every single boyfriend on every year. Like and you've somewhere, had hundreds, hundreds, <laughs> thousands of boyfriends. No, somewhere around Thanksgiving, I joke about it. We bring it up during the holidays, and so every time you bring a photo, everybody in the family starts laughing and goes, "Oh, ha ha ha!" Uh, boyfriends, girlfriends on the end, and it's a running joke. But then it's just very simple because they all go to the end. Yeah. Even Matt over. Thanksgiving the other day. We've been together for years. He was like standing on a staircase and poking his head out. He's like, oh, I'm just going to be over here. You can cut me out. Right, right. It's a note. And by the way, I got this text. This is interesting. It says, I'm opposed to Photoshopping X's out of old photos and dead people into others. Yeah. Anybody I've never ever done heard that? of, of no. No. Photoshopping? I just go exhume the body. Dead people yeah. in? I can't do that. Just it's, wipe the maggots <laughs> off and stain them up. 
Wait a minute. So is this a thing? Do people do that? It's a TikTok trend. People what? show off their photoshopping skills and they'll take like a body of a person and especially like wedding photos. And then they'll take another photo of a deceased person and they'll use the like group photo to kind of mesh them together and mold them together and make That's it look Frank like Rizzo. together. Okay, yeah. A deceased yeah. person like <laughs> like uh, Get away from me. And Gertrude or, or Frank Rizzo? No, like a, like your grandmother. Okay. Like your grandmother standing next oh, Oh my God! I caught the bouquet. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. I, I don't understand the the reasoning behind that. Listen, I know that you love this person, but they weren't there, right? And the, it's and a, it's a it's a falsehood. Yeah. It's a, and then even memory. if like yeah. it's yeah. a false, but memory. maybe the dead person wants to gather people together. Just the three of us, four of us, me and you. Yeah. <laughs> Are you stand at the end so I can cut you out later? No, the two of you, I'll cut you out. You luscious. Yeah. And I'll do it along with you. Yeah, he will. Yeah. yeah. So he wags, I don't know. With a strap on. You probably wouldn't cut it out. But you don't have the courage. There's a scene in the original Godfather where Kay, and I do this, I will, in a situation where I'm with people, and it's, listen, I've my, been with my wife for many years, and, and the, the families are wonderful, and we take the pictures, great. But I will always, if I'm with at someone else's house, and they want to, it appears they want to do a, a family thing, it's okay, I'm good. Yeah, like, I'll demure from it, just to give them the option to know I won't be hurt if they don't include me in the picture. So, that's the main tip, is is people being on the outside. Yeah. But, but let me go to, I have some other ones on this list, but let me go to a couple of calls here. I have Laura on the line. Hey, Laura, good morning. Yoo-hoo! Hi there. <laughs> Hi there, Laura. Good morning. Good morning. What's up? So I made I made this mistake. Um, oh. My long term college boyfriend and I, you know, I thought he was the one because I was young and dumb. Mm. Um, and we had family fly in from all over for my grandmother's 90th birthday. Um, and we did a photo shoot, and he was front and center with me in all of them. See, I think, I, and I, I, so we, we've taken, you know, my wife has a huge family, and we've done those family photos. But I think if you're, if you're doing a family photo like that with your 90-year-old relative, I think it would be okay. Did anyone say to you, would it be okay if you got the moron out of the picture? The moron. No, no one did, and I'm... Super bummed because we're we're now both married to other people. Shout out to Jim. Hi, if you're listening. Sorry, <laughs> Laura, but, but um, I hate it. I yeah. Hate it well, he look, look, away a, a question, was... Laura. Are are the are the photos still hanging up on the wall or or on Facebook or yeah, okay? They're at, they're they're at my mom's house in frames. They're all blown up, and uh, I you know. But hang on a second, Lauren. Let me just jump in here for a second. First of all, do you hate this other guy? Uh, the ex-boyfriend. <laughs> I thought we lost her. Yeah, are, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you? Do you dislike him, or do you guys have a fine relationship these days? It just didn't work so, out. Um, we're both married to other people. It was over ten years ago. Okay, I don't so, hate him, but I have sour. He he left me um, in uh, really bad in a bad way. All right, okay. so you're all not right. you're not super thrilled that he's in the picture. So and and for that, listen to accommodate the possibility that things like this happen if you have the family together and it's a uh, you've all worn the same color or whatever and grandma's there on a gurney you, you've got to just just say listen we're doing just a family in this picture yeah and then we can add you any, in any yeah. photo shoot yeah. you do that that should be done it, it, it should always be Private okay. photographers do it all the time yeah, yeah. we're gonna do just family yeah. we're gonna do just yeah. the grandkids or just the kids or or whatever and that way it takes out any spouse or anybody that's been married yeah. into the family so you at least have 
a picture, you know, uh, in case anything were to happen. Right. Yeah, yeah but if now you guys you're taking know anybody that can um, erase his face. That would be great. <laughs> but now there are people. Yeah. This is the coat check girl. I was making out with her. Can I put her in the picture? Mm-hmm. There's that new <laughs> feature on the Google Photos where you can just erase anything out of a photo that's taken on it. Sure, but it, this, if you do, do do something surgically where you're taking someone front and center in a picture, yeah, no, it's not gonna that's going to look weird. <laughs> All right, Laura, good luck and thank you. We appreciate the call. But she's very honest, Happy yes. Holidays. Same Bye. to you. All right, so at, at, in this uh, article, and I'm going to go to more calls if you want to share, feel free, 215-263-WMMR. It says the obvious. Make sure you have all the newest significant others stand at the edge of your family photos so they're easy to crop out later. Uh, the center of the phony should be the main family unit, the group uh, the group of people that you're stuck with no matter what happens uh, in your current romantic relationship. So, uh, so you're stuck with, with these people. Don't be too obvious, though, about moving them to the side. Instead, see if you can find a way to quietly ask an uncle or cousin to take the photo and do the arranging for you. And it's not like you're planning to break up. You're just being pragmatic. Your partner might not appreciate it either way, so it's best to put the blame on a distant relative. They'll only see, again, once they've made the cut for next year's photo. So uh, you can take as many photos with your significant other as you want, but make sure that you ask for a family-only photo at some point. I think that's absolutely reasonable. I, and, yep. and in fact, if someone would not be down with that, I'm, I would question whether or not they're suitable boyfriend or girlfriend material. It says take lots of photos with lots of combinations of people. The new guest is none the wiser, and then you can just discard the whole photo if things change down the road. I've been with this stripper for two weeks. Can she be in the picture? And you don't want to awkwardly crop or hope that you're good at uh, Photoshop. And then I have some tips for social media here in just a second. May I suggest one, Preston? Yes. So what you can do is you can say to that person, have them stand well away from the group and say, I want to see how wide this lens goes. (laughs) Don't you remember the stripper on the altar at my wedding? No. She's in in, in my wedding photo. Yeah, it was my cousin's girlfriend at the time. uh, And she wore this like... She wore this like pink see-through dress. And uh, she was a stripper. Yeah. Do you, wow. can, can I, do you have the picture available? I'd, I'd have to find yeah. it. I'll, I'll, I can see if I can find it for you. I had a guy I dated years ago. His sister got married, and his mom kept insisting that I get in the photo. And I, I thinking about all yeah. of this, not thinking about him and I, just thinking about the lifetime of that photo, mm-hmm. I kept insisting, no, no, take the family photo. Take the family you photo. The right I'm thing. just here for fun. <laughs> take yeah. the family photo I heard me. there's an open I'm just bar. here for D. I'm here for booze and D. <laughs> I think it's some point. <laughs> One or the other. That's great. I think uh, at some point his his sister was like, we'll take a family photo and then add Marissa You did the right in. thing. It's yeah. also the way you present it. Listen, why don't you guys get a picture of the family intact, and then if you want to do one after with me, that's great. I, I don't know who would have an issue with that. <laughs> hey, here's an interesting take on this. What if you're the person, you're the ex, Yeah. all right, and, and you're happy uh, that that photo exists? So here's an example. <laughs> this says, I was the best man at a douchebag's wedding. And it gives me great pleasure to know that he stuck with me in all his photos. That's true. Interesting. Yeah. I guess they had a falling out. Uh, and here's another one about adding dead people. It says, if you're going to add your dead family member to your photo, make the person have a blue hue around them like at the end of Star Wars. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, like the Jedi. Like yep. uh, yeah, uh-huh. Obi-Wan. Yep. That they have reappeared yet in a an ethereal manner. Could you incorporate a picture of the deceased relative uh, from the wake? Maybe. Yeah. It, it depends uh, on how good of a job the mortician did. Way overly made up for this. Uh, I'm going to go to Zach. Hey, Zach. Good morning. 
Good morning, it. What's Good up? Morning, Good morning, it, buddy. Oh, I'm glad you guys are mentioning the dead people. It's a great idea. My family just digged them up. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, like Steve. So, um, for my now wife's family, who got married in October. Um, what they would do is what I call the boomer crop. Instead of taking pictures of us on the outside, the significant others on the outside, right? They take a picture with us and then be like, "All right, get out." Just a picture with the family. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. That's. I think that's a. That's a. It makes sense. By and, the way, and I'd never be offended by that. By the way. By the way, I. Thanks, I, I hate picture time. I hate. I do too. Yeah. I hate. I listen. Hate it. If it ran smoothly every time, it never runs smooth. Get, get Johnny. Get Eddie. And He's upstairs. We're taking pictures. When it, when it's photo time, and we and we yeah. gathered everybody right, and everybody knows what we're doing. I'm very efficient. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I will smile. Yeah. I will do the face I'm supposed to do. Whatever you want. And let's get let's, let's get this done. Let's go. And there's always people who are doing other things right. and are fidgeting with this and we need to do that or the other. And it's like, and they're talking. Shut up. Right. It's photo time they're, now. They're let's talking. get this over with. I Eyes hate forward. It. Shut up. Yeah. Smile. We love each You're other. Happy. Shut up. We could get this done in 30 seconds. We could. Yeah. We could get it done in 30 seconds, but I, you know. I hated it so much. I ruined so many family pictures. <laughs> you Dude, it's, somebody's always got to be the comedian. Yep, that would be me, yeah. But it may, no, but you're, yeah. not, you're not trying to make people I hated the process, right yes. Let's yeah. get this done. Right. And then we can chit-chat and goof around later on. But not now. Let's stop it. Now is not the time to do that. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, let's, go, <laughs> let's go to uh, Erica. Hi, Erica. Good morning. Hi, how are you guys? Good. What's up, Erica? Um, so I was the significant other that my ex-boyfriend's family put me on the edge of the photograph. Oh, did you know at the time? What was that? Did you know at the time that that was the, the technique? No, I didn't realize until I started listening to you guys share these stories. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> you just found out? How long ago was this, Erica? Two years ago, Christmas 2020. Oh, my gosh. Right. Yeah, and how long had you been, when, when the photos were being taken, how long had you and he been together? Um, Like, a year. It was the, oh. my first, like, big family gathering with him, and I, and they were like, oh, why don't you sit on the end? And I was like, oh, maybe because I'm tall, but that was definitely the reason. No, you should have said, no, because I'm tall, I should probably be in the center. Do you think they didn't <laughs> like you, Erica, like in my case? Was that... Do you think so? In my family's case, when they made my my uh, the gal I was dating at the time move to the end, it was because they didn't like her. Uh, do you think it was that, or that they just were being were playing safe? They were definitely playing safe. Okay, okay. all right. You all seem right. very likable. You do yeah. seem likable. <laughs> all right. Well, sorry you were that person, Erica, but it's you know it's kind of it's practical. Yeah, it's practical. Well, listen, it, it makes sense. You and know how expensive uh, a storage space is on a uh, disc after a <laughs> after a couple of years. Then it then it might make right. sense. I could see also they probably did this a lot more in the old days with the big box cameras. You know, and it was really an elaborate process. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, well, when are you going to get a shot to take a picture again? And you had to stay still for right, thirty for seconds. 30, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to Joe. Uh, hi, Joe. Good morning. Hey, good morning. You guys rock. <gasps> Love it. Thank you, Joe. What's up, buddy? So my uh, stepbrother, uh, he lives down in Florida. Him and his girlfriend came up here for a little vacation. Uh, we went out to dinner, had a nice dinner, took a nice photo. Uh, he goes back to Florida. And then he bought a beautiful canvas print of that photo for my stepdad. Okay. 
and sure enough, like three, four months later, they break up. <sighs> and uh, he comes back up to Pennsylvania at some point, and he goes to throw the photo out. I was like, no, 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 this is a nice photo right here. What we're going to do is cover it up with some black wax and uh, make it invisible. So that's what we did, and it still stays on the mantle. And, black uh, wax. So you, ba- you basically, you just put a smudge on the person you didn't want, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, it, lo- it would look like a scene. It looked like a picture out of the ring. <sighs> Dude, I love it. By the way, speaking of that, thank you, Joe. I appreciate that. <laughs> there was a picture that used to be here in the hallways. It was a it was a staff picture, and there was a guy that no longer worked here, and nobody liked him. Oh, and you tweaked his face, Steve. Did I? I think who? you what? did. I, maybe I did. Hang on. Yeah. All right. Do you remember who it was? Was it? No. Hang on. I'll, I'll write it down. Uh, uh, <laughs> what? No. 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 Um, hang on and get this off camera. Where, where yeah, 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 you yeah, just yeah. Remember yeah. that. Oh, I did that. Who? Do you remember? Yeah, that? I yeah, absolutely yeah. did that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was here. Yeah, it was yeah. here. Because he was here for just a just a smidge, oh. yeah, yeah, just a little bit, and uh, and Steve <laughs> made his photoshop this big goofy, ugly grin on his face, made his eyeballs huge and everything, and the picture hung stayed in the hallway. No, well, no one even ended up on the website. Yeah, it and did. I think he called he saw it. Yeah, 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 yeah. and wanted it taken down. That's funny. <laughs> he was a D. I had to. He was yeah. a total D. And I worked very well in black and white. Oh, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> There's a photo in the hallway that I wasn't present for, and Bill decided to Photoshop, have me Photoshopped in. It's terrible. It's a terrible Photoshop because it's, like, a, it's it? a really good picture, and because you, because you complained about it, so Bill felt bad, so he tried to Photoshop Marissa in it, and it looks terrible. Was it here in the studio? It was. I, I was, remember when we took that picture. I was gone for a funeral, and he, he yeah, I wasn't in it, and so I, I said something, and yes, yeah. he didn't like take another photo in the same space, which is kind of what you should do. He just grabbed another photo right, randomly, so the conditions and had it photoshopped match. in. Yeah, it does. Very it awkward. does not look quite right. I am. If you, if I'm not there, yeah, take the damn picture. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't care. I agree like, a to, thousand percent a, towards you, yeah, Marissa. Yeah. Just anything. Like, like, hold on, wait. We have no. Just take We've it. Got, take it. Yeah, I'm five states away. We'll <laughs> wait. If it's like a photo of a group photo, just like a one-off. Like, hey, somebody's here. But this was like a press photo. Okay. Yes, that's no, true. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It was a one-off. It was an event that you weren't at, and we just happened to have the air staff here, and we just took it. It wasn't like we weren't taking it for it to go anywhere. It just happened to end up being a nice picture, so it became a press photo. I disagree, but okay. By the way, I'm, you I'm weren't gonna, here. I'm gonna go I was to at s- a funeral of a guy who's I'm not dating anymore. His grandmother. Bah. Let's fight. I'm gonna hang on, trying to set this up. I'm yeah. gonna go to some more calls here in just a second, but uh, I wanted to mention this real quick: Instagram carousel feature. Uh, you can attach multiple photos and videos to a single grid post. Uh, was recently updated to allow users to remove one picture from the lineup. And apparently that's great because it means that you won't have to uh, nuke the entire post if you want someone who appears in a shot removed from your grid. Still, though, you might have multiple pics featuring that person littered throughout that carousel post. Uh, Always make sure that the front photo does not feature your significant other so that if you delete the photo therein, it doesn't mess up the continuity of the grid or make it too obvious what you've done. Moreover, make sure that if your front carousel photo does feature them, uh, the second one does not. You can only delete one picture from a carousel, but it won't matter if the one directly oh behind God, it, it has them in there. Like, is anyone actually thinking that when they're doing this? I, I can't imagine why. So here's the deal with this as well, Preston. 
there's so many things now, whether it be your um, your timeline or your Facebook. Pictures pop up. You you probably have a quarter of a million pictures. You don't realize it. And these things will haunt you the rest of your Just consign yourself to the fact that you'll never be free of these people. All right. And when it comes to archiving, here's another tip. Before you file away a picture uh, that uh, someone else is tagged in, remove the tag. Oh. Once the picture is in your archive, you can't alter the tags on it. But if you ever do unarchive it, everyone tagged will receive a fresh push notification that you've added a photo of oh, them. Oh, jeez. Uh, that is bound to be humiliating, deleting uh, delete whatever you can from the carousel and remove any tags before, Run that, right, but you before archiving it. You Run that last back. You can't add a tag? I think you can. Uh, it you says can. Once, once the picture, it says before you file away a picture someone else is tagged in, remove the tag. Oh. Uh, oh. Once the picture okay. is in your archive, you can't alter the tags on it. Got it. But if you ever do unarchive it, everyone tagged will receive a fresh push notification that you've added a photo of them, and it'll say they're there. So, uh, which would be kind of weird if you broke up with them like two years ago or whatever. It could be. Give me a rough guess estimate. How many pictures do you have in your? I know I because I recently got yeah. a new phone yesterday, right. and in my iCloud I have twenty seven thousand uh, over twenty seven thousand photos. Come on, you know, know. how are you going to go through all those? You're going to go through all those. Uh, yeah. I'm currently going through all of my photos, like every. Last Trying photo. I'm in. I'm in 2018 right now. Um, How many? Because I don't have enough iCloud space, and I purchased more. And then it told me again that I don't have. And I refused. Get the terabyte. No, I got the two terabytes. Well, I deal. refuse yeah. to to continue to keep paying for more iCloud space. So now I'm going through and I'm deleting everything right. I don't want. All right, it's it's a process, but it's it's worth doing. <laughs> you know, if you can clean out your stuff. All right, anyhow, those of you on hold, I apologize we didn't get a chance to get to you. Uh, but we have to go live on Fox. Oh, Friday. oh, okay. Uh, so we got to take a break. But uh, keep those tips in mind if things are new, fresh, or if they just don't feel quite right and you're going into the holidays and you're taking family photos. Keep that stuff in mind. A couple little tips for you. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second. Fox Good Day. Yes. And the Bizarre File. When we return, stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Kathy's everybody excited? We're going to yeah. go on TV right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, posted oh. about the great toilet <laughs> that they were having on the air. They posted on Instagram, and uh, they were talking about the difference between men and women's restrooms, you know, at the office. Here's mm-hmm. part of it. Look at how close this is. If you sit here, <laughs> your, leg, your leg is hitting this. That's me in the you, men's room. Like, seriously, look. <laughs> like, you would have to sit like this. Okay, but what I'll say is... Well, in order to do that. I think that's the same as in the women's bathroom. I've never been in here before. <laughs> Anyone in here? You guys have... Oh, yeah, you don't have your... Preston fascinated. He said he'd never been into a woman's <laughs> restroom. Is that true, Preston? Not here, yeah. anyway. I haven't... Uh, I never yeah. ventured into there. I think I've... Uh, I think I may have stumbled in one or two before, but... <laughs> but I didn't see all the... All the little... It's just... 
there's fun things in yeah. there. There's, <laughs> there's little extra little, you, you know. You can buy things. Baskets. You can buy things. There's, there's machines in there. <laughs> oh, my God. So, no, there's a dispenser for used you know, you know, Women's feminine products. Yeah. Use sanitary. Turkey legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you never take me on trips to the men's bathroom. Would you like to? I think I'd like to see. Have you ever, Alex, you ever been into. Uh, I, I think women have been in men's rooms more, more. often because. When you go to sporting events, yeah. and you'll see that ridiculous line out of the women's bathroom, sometimes they'll slip into the men's room and and uh, because they got to go, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and you have someone be on the lookout. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I have done that. Or but I've mainly done that, though, if it's like a, a one-room bathroom kind of thing, not a whole large Right, where well, you can close the door and right, it's, it's right, one right. self-contained. But yes. yeah, there's clearly more uh -huh. stalls in the ladies' bathroom, too. They look like there were four. Well, because they don't have urinals. Why not? That's what, I know. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. No, I walked. That's the first thing I said, Steve. I, I, Just I, arch your back. And I stopped myself from saying, I'm like, you guys have like five stalls here. I'm like, oh, yeah, you don't, yeah, you you don't right. be standing up. That's right. Never mind. But my thing is, it's fascinating to me that men can look at each other while you're, like, you're right next door. At least you don't look at each other. No. Though. What I will do is I will I will come up behind somebody who's peeing and I, and I will cuddle. But that's. that's so there, there are techniques, Alex, if you're not familiar. So okay. at, with, with a urinal, you can kind of get in close yeah and and if you yeah. if you feel uncomfortable about being exposed at that point uh but you don't look down you know you if you and, never engage a stranger talking talk? to each other no. it will yeah. happen at, at ball games and stuff yeah. like that you get there there is That's talk right. amongst yeah. guys who are, who are doing that at the time but they used yeah. to have urinals here oh. with, without a divider in between us and they weren't no the flush to the wall urinal it was like a bowl yeah and you had nowhere to hide mm -hmm. yeah and it was very oh awkward my God. yeah yeah and the the strangest ones no the strangest one alex is sometimes there is a round and yeah. I, they don't exist anymore really but a round trough where you're all facing each other. Penn Station. <laughs> Mike, you, you might remember, in, in New York, oh, Penn Station used to have a circular, ur like a trough yeah. urinal, yeah. and it was basically yeah. like square dancing with guys who were all peeing. What's that? If you can't look down, you can't look at you each look other. Up to the side. Are the ceiling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look up. <laughs> yeah. Over I'm their shoulder. I'm hearing about this. Yeah. Well, you guys have it on. You guys have, so, you have stuff to buy, and there's different sort of vendors in there, and it's wonderful. <laughs> I do think it's a little weird, though, like... <laughs> Even when you're in your own stall, like, I still don't want to have a conversation with anyone. Yeah. No. no, that's what that little hole in the wall's for. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's not even a conversation. <laughs> oh, my God. That's how you carry on the conversation. Lord Just put your Lord mouth Lord. up to it. What a glorious morning. <laughs> you have a couch in the women's restroom here? Yeah, we do, actually. We don't have a couch. We do not have a couch. couch? Yeah, the women's room doesn't have a couch here. You know what that downstairs on the first floor it has chairs and a little table. I think that's well. That's as the classic floor goes. And, and right. And everything else. If it's exactly yeah. some people do their taxes. The taxes there. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Real quickly here, in bars in Philadelphia, they used to have a trough. You'd be sitting at the bar drinking beer. You could just whip and pee no. into a trough. When, when was this? Yeah. At what era? And where? There's still one down on Moyam Mensing. No. The trough is still there. You still don't pee in it. Uh. I'll, I'll tell you the bar to avoid at all costs, Mike. Don't go to Dumpy's. It's... <laughs> <laughs> all the bar stools have a hole in them. them. Yeah. Yeah. It's really... It's not good. Mike, no. Cherry Street Tavern still has it, too. Oh, my oh, gosh. See, there you go. I need yeah. to go check this out. Uh, oh, my God.
All right. Uh, thanks, thanks uh, folks. Uh, it, it, it's 8.01. All right. We'll All see right. you later, guys. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it was a bit of an eye-opener going into the ladies' room yesterday. The video is up on, on Instagram. The, but, the problem uh, is, man, you both, you and I had the exact same revelation tomorrow because we opted to go upstairs to the bathroom mm-hmm. and noticed a correcting aspect that could take place. Yeah, so the, the, the reason we went into those bathrooms... Uh, yesterday was because Casey had noticed they recently redid, they refurbished our, our, our bathroom down the hall here. And Casey's like in, in the uh, the handicap stall, the larger stall, uh, you you have no leg room when you sit down. The wall is right next to you, but the toilet paper dispenser sticks out so far that your left leg, uh, you can't, you have no room. You, Side saddle. You have to sit kind of diagonally yeah. in order to be able to, you know, spread your legs enough to do your business. Um, and I'm not saying really super wide, but literally just enough to, to be comfortable. And so we, we were like, why did he do this? What the hell? It wasn't like this before. So I went upstairs yesterday to use the restroom because that's my pooping restroom. <laughs> and uh, Five or six. And so the, to- the old toilet paper dispensers are about a foot higher. Yes. So your leg can go yes. underneath there if you need to. And that's the problem they made here. Which begs the question, why aren't they all like that? Because that well, whole thing of having to lean down and try to tuck your hand under to get the paper, they should all be at that height. What might be different is looking at this video now, Steve, is uh, is the, there's a railing there for the handicap right. that, that might need assistance so getting that, up and getting down. That's exactly what and it is. they might not be able mm-hmm. to put the toilet paper dispenser above that. So you, it'd be too could, high. Well, well, you... No, yeah. he, he, that, that, that's exactly it. And so what they've done now is that that is just the standard. So that it is, it's 26 inches above the floor, and that's where the toilet paper dispenser goes. So it can go there whether there's a bar or there's not a bar. So it's not any different than the handicap stall. Huh. I I use that huh. bar for my ballet exercise. Right, yeah. Smart. You put your leg <laughs> up on it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I I mean, anyhow, it's a, it's a minor inconvenience. Yeah. Uh, really, all things considered. Yeah, we'll deal with it's it. It's an honor to poop at work. It is. It's it's quite an is honor. It? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, I got Bizarre Files for us. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you this morning by Wawa. They have you covered with gift cards for everyone on your shopping list. Wawa. From Wawa gift cards, uh, Wawa e-gift cards, or a gift card from your favorite brand, happy holidays from Wawa. Thank you. Uh, A retired farmer whose body was found in a slurry pit. By the way, a slurry pit is It's what you get at 7-Eleven. No, it's not. That's a slurpee. I'm sorry. Or slurpee. Uh, So, no, this is uh, is feces. Uh, Apparently, the farmer whose body was found in it took his own life, according to a coroner. Suicide by... It's diarrhea. Bizarre. Ninety-year-old yeah. John Charles Barnett's overturned mobility scooter was found at the edge of a slurry pit in January 2020. His body was found by a diver who had to dive in. Oh that my no. God! At Holly Farms. So the coroner, John Gittens, recorded his cause of death as immersion in slurry. <laughs> And concluded a verdict of suicide. Whoa. So when you have like a something like that, or remember there was the the manure pit that the guys died in. They were overcome by the uh, by the gas. By the I think it was the methane being released. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a possibility here? They're they're calling it suicide. All right, wow. The, the guy did it. Mr. Barnett died on the same day, by the way, that he changed his will in favor of his son and daughter. In spite of representations from the family's lawyer <clears throat> that the coroner should consider unlawful killing in his conclusion, Mr. Gittin said that there was no sufficient sufficient evidence. 
<clears throat> Mr. Gittins said that he had found no evidence to indicate that Nigel Byrne played a part in Mr. Barnett's death and no evidence that any of his family were involved or any evidence of any third party being involved. Following the two-day inquest, Mr. Gittins said that he was satisfied that Mr. Barnett as placing himself in the pit was a deliberate act with the intention of bringing life to end. It says here, Preston, that the day before he was listening to one song over and over, Ferry Across the Slurry. Wow. But the uh, uh, picking that way to go? I, why not make it easy? Uh, yeah. He said he had looked closely at intention, and he had considered the orientation of the tracks of the mobility scooter, oh along with comments God. that Mr. Barnett had previously made. He also considers his, his actions at the time, such as... Uh, the extra one hug he gave his daughter that afternoon and the magnitude of the day's events, putting his affairs in order. So this guy believed, this judge, or the coroner believed that uh, th- this led up to, uh, you know, a suicide. Listen, is- obviously, we always talk about it, it being a, uh, a permanent solution to a temporary problem, but the... Uh- I, I, listen, that that would not that, be the way I would pick to go. method is a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a bit horrible. A Florida man has been sentenced to over 10 years in federal prison because he attempted to ship himself over 18 pounds of meth in the mail. (laughs) Uh, The Department of Justice said 40-year-old Jason Ryan Hardy was sentenced to 10 years and 10 months or conspiracy to distribute 500 grams or more of methamphetamine. Hardy was under investigation after he flew to California to coordinate the delivery of methamphetamine from California to Florida. Uh, In June, the package delivery employees in California reported receiving a suspicious package. Despite being shipped from California, the sender's address and the return address on the package were both based out of Florida. Mm. Investigators said that they searched the package and the contents inside were shocking. Inside more than 18 pounds of methamphetamine. Hey, hey, be careful with that. That's methane. A few few days later... Uh, Investigators said Hardy called the delivery service to ask about the whereabouts of his package, even confirming that his identity with his first name and email address and phone number, uh, the call quickly led to his arrest. A quick question. Is that something that can be sniffed for by a drug dog? I know we know about cocaine. I would think so. You would think, right? I think they they could be trained to sniff out a whole bunch of different things. So, yeah. Uh, The holiday season is usually a time that inspires the spirit of giving and compassion. Uh, but it's the opposite for some people living in the northwest community of Bounas. Uh, the girl family, G-E-R-L, uh, were shocked when they heard someone at the front door Friday night and discovered a nasty note in their mailbox. The letter tells them that they've won the Humbug Award and goes on to call them a Grinch for their lack of Christmas lights display. <laughs> You're a girl. Uh, the letter goes on to say that they have disappointed all in the community. Oh, man. And implies they must have been busy on devices and to do better next time. And the author also suggests lights are inexpensive and can be purchased secondhand. No, well, not. the letter hit hard for uh, Ray Girl. By the way, Ray is, is a woman. Uh, she posted it to social mo- media saying that they are a family of three disabled people. She's blind, has an older autistic brother, and her mother suffers from chronic pain. Girl says with all three on disability, they barely scraped together enough money for a tree, let alone gifts and decor. Yeah. And her mom, Erin, says they're not in the position to do what the letter has. She said, you know, you t- talk about not knowing what the situation is before acting on it. But they're welcome to come put up Christmas lights for me if they don't mind paying the power bill in January because I simply am not able to do that. It's just not possible for the family. 
Uh, by the way, the family just received notice that the rent is going up as well next year. And they're not the only ones uh, that had been called out. Many others have come forward on a community page, including Lindenberg. Uh, the student is dealing with expenses from just moving in, so money is tight for Christmas. She said, I was like, this has got to be a joke. And I had no idea if I should be angry or if I should laugh at it. When you put Like up they a, got the letter, too. Listen, I, you do it because you want to do it as a gift to the to the neighborhood. But you you can't mandate it and you can't. You no. don't know what people are going through. Exactly. You don't have to put up that stuff if you can't afford if you to. Can't. Or if you don't and you want. don't have to explain why you didn't. Or if you don't want to. So they're just an idiot. They right. should all be dropped into slurry pits. I think that's a nice start. All right. And then one last story. Let's end with this one. A woman in the United States uh, living in Ireland broke a Guinness World Record by putting on 19 pairs of panties in 30 seconds. Uh, on and then off or on altogether? On, all right. together. 30 seconds. Rachel Schmidt, who moved to Dublin earlier this year, said she decided to take on the record for most underpants pulled on in 30 seconds because it reminded her of making uh, costume quick changes while performing in theater productions. Uh, she said, when looking for a record to attempt a break, this one stood out to me. I think this record is a great combination of speed and strategy and matches my skill set well. Uh, Schmidt was able to don 19 pairs of panties and the allotted time, beating out the record of 17, which was set by uh, Toshiaki Kasuga in Japan. So okay, she is now a world record owner. We're wondering, wondering how she did that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She had everything spread out in a row, and it looks like a very efficient method, though they look like they're just genuinely difficult to get on. I would imagine the sizes get larger as she goes along. <laughs> right? Yes, they seem to be, yeah. All right. Anyway, you wanted to comment on that? Well, Casey, no, you I just, it up. Well, can you just take 20 at once and throw them all I, on, or does it have to go one at a time? That's an interesting question. Maybe this was probably the easiest way. Like having them all at your ankles and just pulling them up and without moving. Mm-hmm. She's kind of doing it like a like a workout activity, like you would do tires, like move, walking along it, or like a, a ladder. Yeah. There may be rules involved. I'm not really sure. The International Panty Commission. I'm going to have to look that up. The IP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's take a break. Come back in a moment. Don't forget, later on this morning, Chevy Chase on the program. Yes. A little bit after 10 o'clock. He will be joining us to talk about uh, Christmas, uh, family Christmas vacation. Uh, and uh, you know what? Speaking of Christmas, yeah, I should do this now. How about some Christmas miracle pets? It's a Christmas miracle. Yeah. We have our event coming up. A week from today, Whoa. yeah, at Parks Casino in Ben Salem, and we would like only the biggest of Preston and C fans to join us because you need to know about our show in order to win prizes. Some of our biggest prizes of the year are given away at this event, and it's a thank you for uh, listening throughout the year. So uh, let's, you have to be at least 21. you got to be available next Wednesday. We'll take callers 13 and 14 at 215-263-WMMR, and we will put you on the list. And you need to be there by 6 a.m., so keep that in mind. You can bring a friend, but they won't be qualified for the contest that we're doing. However, they might have a a chance to win other prizes. And make sure you wear your ugly sweater because it's a Miller Lite ugly sweater party as well. Uh, If you would like to enter online for a chance to win, just text the word MIRACLE to 39333, and we'll get you the details for that. So uh, call it 13 and 14. We'll take those right now. 215-263-WMMR. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us.
8 to 10, Nick from the Preston and Steve Show rocks The Post, 129 South 30th Street, Center City, with a Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition pre-party. Enter for a chance to win a seat at the big event on December 21st at Parks Casino and enjoy $4 Miller Lite drafts and $14 pitchers. Hey, um, I have a plethora of stories that focus in and around our area. Let's hit the pavement, shall we? I think it's time for the city beat, folks. The meat behind the beat with the supermodel feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The city beat, scooby wow wow It's American Pie, right? Yeah. All right, so we're going to start with this. Two Philly area waterways have been nominated for the annual Pennsylvania River of the Year yeah! contest. Wow! Yeah! I mean, how many rivers do we have? The I mean, River of the Year! What happens is a lot of people pay more attention to the crick of the year. Yeah. But, what uh, if more cricks? Yeah, well, more by the way, from. by the way, I want to point this out, and I'm glad this is in here. Okay. So it says this year, the Schuylkill and the Perkyoman Creek. Are up against the Conestoga River and the Susquehanna River. Ooh. So thank you. By the way, they call it the Perkyoman Creek. It's a river. It that is a river. That thing is big enough to be a river. Am I not? Am I? I, don't I know would what classify is. that as a river at certain points. It's big. Yeah. I mean, it, shut up. It, it appears to me to be a river. I've always thought of it as a river. Um, what, or, what? All right. What was the definition of a river? What makes a river? Yeah. A river? What's the difference between a river and a brook and well, a there's creek? No, well, there's no strict definition to distinguish these waterways from one another. Ah. It says they tend to just reserve the term river for the largest of the flowing bodies of water, while a creek is used for the smallest. So it's not the biggest one, but there are points that the Perkiomen is pretty, pretty wide. Damn wide. Yes, it man. is, especially over by the Oaks area. Yep. Uh, it's it's yeah. large, uh, and so yeah, I've always considered it kind of a river. What's the difference you know? between a sandwich and a manwich? Uh, well, a manwich is a meal. Okay, yeah. uh, that's the difference. And uh, but there's got to be something that like this, this is saying that this is just how they refer to it. But yeah, or like yeah, something. well, like the difference like between an estuary and and and, and all, I would say though it. I've encountered many times where something that I, that's got to be a river, they call it a, a creek. I'm right. Like, yeah. but I like, don't know. I, I, it's who you know and who you, you know. Yeah. It's all yeah. politics, yeah, man. Yeah. But what's the difference between a bay and a gulf? Bay is a girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, no, B-A-Y. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, they, again. And then how big does the, does the body of water have to be in order for it to be an ocean? Because I, you I, have other ones. Not like- long ago, was, uh, Steve, it was when I was reading The Great Gatsby. And, yes. And uh, they, were, they were pointing out the sound. The I'm like, okay, what is, what is the actual definition of a sound versus a, uh, you know, a... a uh, a, a, a bay, like Casey was saying, that there are some specific nuances as to what these things are. But uh, creeks and rivers, I've never really, I've always thought of the creek as smaller than a river. Well, what's a chickpea? Uh, <laughs> so a small creek flows downhill and they merge to form larger streams and rivers. Stream. So, like a stream, what's the difference between a stream and a river? I would stream say a stream the... fills into. No, empties into a, cre- a creek, which can empty into a river. It's the size of, of the body of water. A stream is in between a river and a creek. Okay, so it's a little bit larger than a creek, but, but smaller as, than a river. Right. Then what's a brook? 
You, a brook to me would be like on. a brook. Probably I when I consider a brook, I consider a babbling brook. I consider little mini. I feel uh, like a brook is a creek. Uh, yeah, I would say me a too. brook is more like a, a creek. brook and a creek mean the same thing. All right, okay. I do like that term brook. Yeah. I think yes, it's nice. a babbling brook. Yeah, so you don't say a babbling creek. What's the difference between a creek and a creek case? <laughs> well, a creek you can actually like walk across <laughs> on like rocks. You know, that's what I think of a creek too, though. I, feel I like, think of a brook that way as well. No, I feel like a creek, you you can't jump across a creek. Can you walk across an ocean? Uh, maybe, yeah. if you're Jesus. Uh, so, all right, here's the deal. Each of these rivers, the Schuylkill and Perkyoman Creek, it says. Which are formidable. Are up against the Conestoga River and the Susquehanna River North Branch. Uh, each waterway was nominated by local nonprofit organizations and was considered for its conservation and restoration efforts and needs. When's the competition? Uh, the it's going on now, and oh, I, I think it, it like goes. No, it opens. Uh, it's open now through January eighteenth. So the Pennsylvania Organization of Watersheds and Rivers Powers, what that's short for. Uh, organizes the competition with funding from the Pennsylvania Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. I, I would like to, I think the Wissahickon Creek is pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, the I'm... organization that nominated the Winning River will receive a $10,000 leadership grant from the uh, DCNR at, to fund celebrations of the honor. We do have some lovely waterways around here. Yeah. You know, and there's obviously, there's some areas where it's not so wonderful, but there's a, there's a, there's a whole bunch to pick from. It's interesting that these guys made the final cut. Yeah. So I'm, it has to be all politics. At what point does the Schuylkill River get, become gross? Is it, is it, um, closer to the east of Boathouse Row? Do you know what they're saying? Is that it, it's actually yeah. cleaner than it's been in a long time. I swam in it uh, yeah. a couple of different times. I think it might be after you get past, uh, the, uh, the art museum. Yeah. After you get over that spillway, it starts getting kind of grody. Yeah. Because uh, you'll see sometimes really. stuff turning up in that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the, uh, so by the way, the uh, those year-round activities uh, will include a River of the Year sojourn, Ooh. which are miles-long paddling trips for large groups of people meant to raise awareness for conservation work, uh, river stewardship, and the economic and cultural value of the waterway. Also, ease in getting rid of a stool pigeon. Yeah. Mm. Hey, you guys really should see with your own eyes the little Colorado River. So you have the Colorado River, which yeah. goes through the Grand Canyon. It's a wrapper, right? And No. <laughs> That's Lil. Lil Colorado. Lil Colorado River. Um, <laughs> so the Colorado River is is pretty nice and clean and, and yeah. you know, like green. and uh, But when it rains, it gets a little mucky. Sure. The little Colorado River... It's like Caribbean water that flows into the Colorado. It's really? crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're looking at a picture here of the Little Colorado River. You see that? Yeah, very so, blue. It's yeah. like very turquoise blue. Why is it that way? Do you know? I don't know. And you know what pisses Did, me you off? You is... there was like an old, uh, like a local, a local. Uh, well, native... I'm going back there. I'm going back and I'll, I'll ask the people. Come but... with me. I will tell you. <laughs> yeah. But when I went there before, there was, um, there was a storm upstream and it murkied all of the water. Uh, all along the river. Except the answers for... to all your questions <laughs> are in your wallet. <laughs> um, Dissolved calcium carbonate. Yeah, because Casey, it is bizarrely blue. Yeah, yeah that, and that is the reason. That's it. It's the minerals. All right. Okay. All right. And that's why you have to be careful drinking out of streams and things uh, like yeah. that. They have different mineral or contents. Sewers. Or they can have... Yeah, don't go drink out of sewers. No, but they can have uh, bacteria and stuff yes. like that. There are people that have been... 
uh, that have died from that. Yes. Been out, you know, they, they, the water looks clear and clean. I'll drink mm-hmm. from it, and it can it can make you real, real sick. Yeah. We Before you a, do your business, toilet water looks clean. Yeah, we spent a lot of time on the creek when I was growing up, and we would go, like, crayfishing. Did you do that, Press, growing up, like, catch crayfish in the creek? Yeah, we called them crawdads. Craw, uh, but, that, yeah, well, that's what I was going to ask. Is a crayfish a crawdad? Yeah. It's just okay. different, different. But a man which is a meal. Yeah. It is. <laughs> I think we can all we, agree on that. Established that. Uh, yeah, crawdads, crayfish are the same thing. But okay. It just depends on where you are. Uh, Colloquially, colloquially, yeah. um, but uh, yeah, how would you catch them? Uh, well, you have to get a, a like Seduce a jar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come here, baby. Uh, they swim backwards. Yeah. So you kind of have to like trick them to swimming into your jar. Okay. Yeah. We would either just grab them by uh, with a hand, uh, and they could pinch you. But I know, and really I was bad. always too much of a pussy. But to pick it up uh, my hand. I will tell you what we were with. Uh, I was with some buddies one time. We were out. Uh, I don't know. We were out like at a, at a picnic or something like that. And uh, this friend of mine took a chicken bone, and I go, "What are you going to do?" He's going to go catch some crawdads. I'm like, "What are you doing that for?" I kid you not. You drop that down into the water on a on a fishing line. Uh huh. They come out. They. Come out at them. They pick up on the scent right away. That quickly, huh? Yeah. It, I was like, "You're kidding me." He would just pull it up, and they'd be hanging on the on the chicken bone because he'd leave a little bit of you know the the meat and stuff on there. I'm not into this kind of stuff, but how do they taste? Uh, they taste like lobster, to be honest. Do they? Yeah, they they're it's it's a uh, a crustacean. So I don't like how you eat them. You gotta like suck the meat out of the shell. Yeah, that you're supposed to meat suck. Well, the <laughs> the, the connoisseur sucks the juice out of the head. Believe Ooh. it or not. Okay. Wow. Uh, so well, I didn't mean the connoisseur. Oh, yeah. But yeah, there's ways to suck juice out of your head. The the flavor of it. Uh, I I've never done that. It seems no, a that too seems gross barbaric to me. But uh, but yeah, they're okay. But it's like. It's like teeny tiny lobster. It's too much work. Yeah. You know, it's like some crab. Yeah. That's really hard to get to the meat. It ain't worth the work. Um, so, but anyhow, uh, they have this competition going on for the river of the year. Mm. And it's open now until the 18th. And if you want to vote, you can do that. It is through, I don't have the information. Ah, right. hell. The Schuylkill is actually, huh. especially in the, like when you were, when you swam across it, mm-hmm. um, it was a, it's a love it was lovely yeah yeah it's just tremendous yeah long like stretches Phoenixville and all yes, that yes I swam pretty. in it the first time up by Upper Merriam right. where like there's like a uh, like a canoeing club up there and then the second time I did the uh, the Philly try and we swam closer to Boathouse Row we swam like underneath the Strawberry Mansion Bridge I'm telling you I, I swallowed a mouthful of water about 30 <laughs> seconds into my swim and I was like. Oh, no. Okay. Say goodbye and, to my loved ones. And I was fine. Yeah. I was fine. I didn't get sick at all. Okay. Hang on. In fact, uh, we have uh, Gregory once coming on Swimming in the School. Hey, Gregory, good morning. Yes. Good morning. So I'm a member of French Creek Racing. We swim in the Schuylkill. We get in at uh, Valley Forge from April to to November, and mm. it's clean. I'm, I'm sure I've swallowed plenty of water. I'm not an expert oh. swimmer. But when we put when we put it away in November, the water temperature was sixty degrees. So I, I did not have a wetsuit on, but some of us do. In the hey. summer, it gets up to eighty degrees, but it's 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 clean. It's entirely clean. The, the wow, Gregory, are just not correct. Outside of that, with currents and so on, is it dangerous yeah. to be doing that? Well, so our coach monitors the the water level and the flow the flow rate. You can look all this stuff up if, if you want to. So if we had a hard storm the night before. We just we just wouldn't be swimming the, the next day. So, yeah, there, there is monitoring of that. But okay. he sets up a course. First, you swim against the current, and then you come back to the dock, and then you're swimming with, with the current. So it's, it's very well organized. But 
But my point is the stereotypes about about our rivers are just there's just no basis for it to, to be honest with. Okay, it. all right, that's good to hear that. Hey, Gregory, real quick, because I actually was thinking about joining your club. Are you guys still swimming in Lawrence Park Swim Club in the winter? Absolutely. I just left the pool, Casey. I highly recommend it. The pool water is used to 82 degrees. And when you're doing the backstroke and you have snow or sleet falling on your face, it's actually a really cool experience. It's My an outdoor pool, Steve, that they, 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 that they, they swim in there all winter long. Dude, that's that, right in your alley. It is. And yeah. it's not too far from my house, but, like, that's where, no, like, it's... Cardinal O'Hara was practicing during the pandemic. How's they, the crawfish? Right. I don't. Well, right. there's a creek right next to it, so. There is a creek right next to it, but we're, we're in the pool 82 degrees, and there's steam washing off the pool. <laughs> it's really a cool sight. I'd recommend recommend that. Case, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right, excellent. All right, appreciate it, Gregory. Thank you, sir. All right, have a good day. All right, you too. We'll see you later. Wow. Well, Can't get the endless pool. Maybe that. <laughs> By the way, it's on the uh, Pennsylvania Organization for Watersheds and Rivers website, P-O-W-R, and you can do a search if you do want to vote for your favorite river. If you were to vote... Uh, between, well, it's it's Schuylkill and Perkiomen are both up against Conestoga and Susquehanna. So do you pick the, the, the combinations? Because if you had to choose Schuylkill over Perkiomen, which one which one would you choose? I think I'd, I'd probably, Perkiomen's lovely, but I'd probably go Schuylkill at the, in the more remote areas. I know the Perkiomen better than I know the Schuylkill because the Perkiomen Trail, the Perk Trail is yeah. out by me and we've spent a lot of time on that. So I think I'm throwing my vote to the Perk. All right. Yeah. I'm going to go Schuylkill because I got to go. I, I want the win. Yeah. So and I right. feel like Schuylkill probably has more voters. The Susquehanna River, at, at the times that I've headed up, uh, you know, like like up in the Poconos and everything, it's beautiful. It's, yeah, It's yeah. stunning. There's some crossings that you make that are really cool looking. So For hiking and trails around this area, we, we, are, we are blessed to have incredibly scenic, yeah. wonderful, and, and, and all season long. Yeah. Yeah, all, all year long, I should say. Oh, go to, to watch the changes. Yeah, it's just wonderful. Valley yeah, when Forge. You, yeah, when you hike Valley Forge, like Mount Misery, there's a little creek there that yeah. is awesome. They have a covered bridge, but it says, like, you can't swim in it. And I'm like, F are, that. They, are they just saying that? Like That's not the frontier spirit. <laughs> there's a couple of spots like that in the Wissahickon. Yeah, they're, they, you know, are they saying that because they don't want you to swim in it? Because they're Probably. saying you shouldn't swim in it because it's like... Or is it reverse psychology where you really want you to swim in it? <laughs> are you saying that... Uh, meaning you probably wouldn't get in trouble for doing it. No, it's no swimming because it's because of a health risk, a health oh. hazard. Not not because you're not because it's the sharks. Not the <laughs> sharks. I, I guess maybe bacteria or whatever. But there's like okay. this little area where there's a waterfall where you know you can kind of sit and, right. and hang and collect your thoughts. But it's really pretty and the water's really clear. <laughs> and it's like well, it looks pretty clean. I'm going in. Uh, yeah. Casey, collect somebody your thoughts. <laughs> Somebody texted him, wanted to know what was the name of the pool again, the outdoor uh, heated pool. Lawrence Park Swim Club okay. in uh, Brumall. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. It's, yeah, outdoor and just heated. All right. Let's see what else we got here in City Beat this morning. Really wow, wow. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go with this. Uh, Kathy sent me this story. Uh, and this guy really needs help. 74-year-old Don Brown, who's uh, from Doylestown, Bucks County. Uh, is on more than a dozen billboards in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and even as far as Times Square. He put up a uh, a, a billboard in Times Square. He needs a kidney I've seen this. from a living donor as soon as possible. And he said, what it means to me, uh, it's life or death. Oh, wow. Uh, so Apparently his, he doesn't have much time either. Yeah, his website details how his medical condition has worsened. He said, my kidneys are failing due to exposure as a young adult to heavy metals while working in my family's scrap metal business. Uh, in order to slow the progression of my kidney disease, I began a plant-based diet and a regimen of weight training and exercise, which has enabled me to survive this long. But 
Time's running out. He is praying for a living donor to come forward by January. Okay. Um, I don't know what sort of prereqs you need in order to be able to donate a kidney. I know that, like, you know... Uh, you have to be, be a suitable donor. You do well. I mean, is it blood type first? Or? I'm not sure. Okay. That's a good question. Yeah. So obviously you have to match, but but you also have to be physically well yeah. yourself. You, yes. you you can't have some things that might like be cirrhosis. Uh, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or or some other contributing factor that that removing a kidney might be a bad news for you down right. the road because that's something else. I mean, you do have your own kidney, but. You know, it's something to consider that uh, that down the road could that come back to haunt you if you donate one, and and you can understand why people might be resident if that is the the case. But yeah. well, like we talked oh, about man, Selena Gomez, her 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 friend who you know is her age, uh, her her best friend at the time donated one of her kidneys and saved uh, her life. We had Don Pollock in studio looking yes. for a kidney. I don't know whatever Do happened. Yeah, I'm curious. That's right. Uh, so his Times Square billboards were up this past weekend. Additionally, he has 13 billboards in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. He also has more than 70 digital ads on SEPTA platforms, bus stops, and he's doing ads, I guess, on the radio as well. Uh, so he's got a website. It's kidney2don.com. Kidney, the number two, don.com. And uh, they, uh, you know, they, they're, they're desperate. He is desperate for this. Um, so you can head to his website, which will connect potential donors with the National Kidney Donation Organization and the National Kidney Registry, and then uh, eligible donors will be vetted. Uh, so the donor, it says, Brown, actually Brown says the donor doesn't have to be a match. Oh. This is the oh. National Kidney Organization. Donation organization works closely with the National Kidney Registry. If somebody's willing to donate, it goes into the kidney bank, regardless of their medical match to me. It doesn't matter if they donate. I get a voucher, and I can take that voucher to the kidney transplant center. Yeah, I really a, don't understand. It's that. called a, um, I think it's called a donor chain. And yeah. so basically, oh. somebody, if, if you're not, if you're willing to donate, somebody else is getting that. But it, it in some way helps him to get one, get one from elsewhere. Well. Yeah. yeah, you might be able to, like, let's say, you know, my brother needs one, and then uh, my friend's brother needs one. Well, I'm not a match for my brother, but I'm a match for my brother's friend. Right. And my brother's friend is not a match for him, but he's a match for my brother. Like, you can you can kind of swap Do it that, that way. way. No, it makes sense. Yeah. Wow. I was actually at Penn one time uh, when I was waiting on a procedure, and they had a kidney donor take, you know, that was happening that day. And they they brought the person in, and the, they the they surrounded the person and, and applauded, and there was you know there was this big thing to say thank you, right. and they both went into surgery and they did the transplant. Update oh. update on Don Pollock. Uh, we had him in, in 2016. In 2020, he got a transplant. Uh, yeah, it doesn't know where or how he got it, but okay, interesting. I'd like to do a follow up and see how he's doing, man. Um, so yeah, if you are interested, if you can help or know someone who can. Uh, point them in the direction of kidney2don.com. That's the number two. Kidney, the number two, don.com. And I hope somebody can step forward and, and help them out. Yeah, them yeah. All right. Um, more City Beat? Yeah. Let's see where else uh, we can go. Wow. So, Philadelphia has more than 300 historical markers spread throughout the city, each recognizing a significant person, a place, or an event that shaped Philadelphia's deployment. We were just talking about this. I love to read them. I do, too. Casey does not like to read them. Because uh, I... I'm just I mean, not. I a, I'm not. A, it's not that I don't like. I'm just not interested. It's, I got gotcha. you. It'll be a waste of my time because I will forget everything three steps after I walk away. Well, eleven new markers will soon be coming to the city after Pennsylvania historical. Eleven. 
and Museum Commission approved 36 new markers across the state, and 11 of those are going to end up in Philadelphia. Interesting. Yeah. I assume on my side of the building here, right? Yes. Commemorating us? Yes, of course. It's funny you say that, Steve, because I have been quietly asking around the offices. I shouldn't have done it so quietly. I think we should get one on Rittenhouse Square for WMMR. Yeah. I think at 19th and Walnut, there should be a sign that says this is... Commemorate. Oldest oldest rock radio station in the country. Yeah. Well, uh, in addition to that, our friend John, who's a muralist in the area, he wants to do a... An MMR mural. Like I'd love that. Yeah, he's been asking and asking about we, it. We, we'd be thrilled. How do we make that happen? I don't know. I mean, there's obviously change that you got to follow, but... Yeah, uh, that's a good question. Uh, it you know, costs money. Uh, but, but, you know, we know somebody who's uh, involved in that. Carrie Fowler-Bender uh, yeah. from uh, the oh. AIDS Walk uh, has, what, was on the mural arts, arts program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty, like, it's it's... You have to go through a lot of yes. um, so getting a star on the Walk of Fame. Yeah, they're aware of that. You know that we want this and that people want to do it, and it's just not. Um, it's just a, not, not happening yet. Yeah, there's probably a lot yeah. uh, that are in line. Yeah, and so therefore you get in line, you hang out, and you're mm-hmm. some bitch. I yeah. got it. If we win a World Series, the President and Steve show, they will probably make us a mural. There you <laughs> go. We have to win the World. Why Series. Why is that? I don't know. That's how the Phillies got a mural. They won the World Series and they got a oh, mural. Oh, if we, if we, yeah. the President Steve Show, win yeah. the World Series. We don't, we don't have enough players oh, okay, to steal the team. So, uh, I have a few of these to make. By the way, the new markers were selected from 91 applications, bringing the state's total number of markers of more than 2,500 since the program started in 1946. You want to hear who some of them are? Yes, please. Mm. All right, these are the ones that are going to be in Philadelphia. Edward Lee Morgan. Yes. A jazz trumpeter, composer, and activist. You familiar with this guy? No, but oh. I know that they there are a few uh, musicians. Uh, is he the only one in this list? I thought I was reading... No, no, I was reading about the John Coltrane house. I'm right. Sorry. I yeah, saw that article right. the other day. Uh, no, but he played with Coltrane. Uh, he played with Dizzy Gillespie's big band and worked with towering figures like John Coltrane and Art Blakely and jazz, the Jazz Messengers. Uh, so they have... That's going to be located at... I don't know where it is. Uh, but anyhow, that's one that's just going to the city. Just walk around and look. Yeah, just yeah, look. Find it. Yeah. Uh, then you have Francis Daniel Pastorius. Some of these are very, very interesting. Pastorius was the founder of Germantown. Ah. Francis. Uh, created the first permanent German-American settlement in America. A teacher, lawyer, poet, and public official, he drafted the first protest against slavery in America in 1688. How about that? Isn't Germantown Avenue considered the most historic street in Germantown? No, in the in the, uh, in the country? I don't know. Really? I think it might be, yeah. He also served in local office several times during his life. The Francis Daniel Pastorius homestead is at 25 East High Street. Uh, Hackham's Bookstore. Is that Hackham. where Bono, Bono, Bono was? Was I, he? I don't know. Uh, he stopped by a local bookstore. That's right. A smaller bookstore. I'm here with my book, my story, my memoir. Unannounced, by the way. Your memoir? My memoir. <laughs> Uh, he did stop by. I'm not really sure, Casey. Uh, ha- it's, it's either Hackham's or Hakem's uh, bookstore opened in West Philadelphia in the 1950s and emerged as a cultural and political hub for black activists in the city. The store was an important center for organization in the black community during the civil rights movement. Is that where I went? Uh, that's I, I don't know. Uh, he It's located at uh, 210 South 52nd Street. Uh, so it looks like uh, he was at Uncle Bobby's Cafe, Uncle uh, Bobby's Coffee yeah. and Books. Bobby! Isn't that Howie Mandel? Bobby. Uh, so, no, I guess that wasn't this place. Okay. Uh, Hillary Kaprowski, M.D. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, you're familiar? Yeah, isn't she an influential Polish-American virologist? Yeah, she is. <laughs> That's crazy. Actually, she passed away not that long ago. Yeah, really? 2013, I think. Yeah. Uh, so she was uh, an immunologist and director of the Wistar Institute in Philadelphia. Oh. Her contributions to medicine include work on uh, monoclonal uh, antibodies. Yes, and very important work. Development of the rabies vaccine. Yes. Wow. And uh, he also created an early polio vaccine. So it's a guy, Hillary. <laughs> My cousin. I knew a guy named Hillary in high school. Yeah, yeah. you knew nothing about him. <laughs> no, no I knew that it. he was know, a know. very influential polar Polish American. <laughs> very virologist. He's a very polar vibrant. He was a very polar vidologist. He was a polarizing vibrologist. <laughs> he had his first to use the vidologist. Hey, I said it right the first time, all right? Go My cousin did some work at the Worcester Institute. Uh, it's a beautiful space down there. It's magnificent. Okay. Uh, so that one is, it doesn't say where it's located. I think right. it's in University City. Okay. Next one is, these are historical markers that are going up in uh, Philadelphia, by the way. Uh, John G. Johnson will be celebrated. Uh, John- but your cousin has to call me Jimmy. Uh, Johnson earned his, his nickname America's Best Lawyer, ah. practicing from 1862 to 1884. Among his clients were U.S. Steel, Standard Oil, DuPont, J.P. Morgan, and other corporations. So he had the big, 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 big Sorry, clients. Alaska. Yeah. You're not a state yet. Uh, yeah, he has a kick-ass mustache, too, by the way. Absolutely. Johnson's uh, personal Ladies art, loved him. art collection was... Uh, <laughs> he's, you know what he invented? The mustache rod. Free mustache rods. <laughs> he invented that T-shirt. Yeah, out of the back of his Conestoga wagon. <laughs> yep. The bitch fell off. Yep, and, and free mustache rods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I propose the ability to ride my mustache <laughs> to any lady within the city limits. Anytime, day or night, contact me and I will allow you to sit a Kimbo across my face. <laughs> oh, and I'm also a lawyer. Uh, he's also a lawyer, oh, yeah. yes. Uh, so, but it, no, this is important too because his personal art collection was passed on to the city and became one of the founding collections. For the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Wow. wow. Yeah, so that's... Uh, that. This uh, one is called Canines Playing Poker. Mm. <laughs> so this was uh, his contribution, and uh, so he did a couple of big things uh, for our city. Um, then you have Mount Pleasant. Oh! Mount Pleasant in East Fairmount Park is regarded as one of the greatest examples of Georgian-style architecture. And uh, what's interesting, too, the estate uh, built between uh, 1762 and 1765 was originally a plantation where enslaved African-Americans worked. Ownership of Mount Pleasant passed through the hands of numerous notable figures, including Benedict Arnold, Baron von Steuben, and Benjamin Franklin's great-nephew, Jonathan Williams. Uh, the historic mansion is at 3800 Mount Pleasant Drive. I don't know. Uh, if I I, know. You yeah. familiar with it, Kathy? Yeah, it's near, I think it's near um, that Smith's Playground. There's like a big public playground out there. I think it's near there. If it is, I've passed it a number of times. Hmm. Uh, so they have a. They now have a historical marker up there. Uh, also, Samuel V. Merrick, notable industrialist during the year early years of the Industrial Revolution, he built Philadelphia's Southwark Foundry, one of the most advanced manufacturing plants of the kind of its kind in the U.S. and co-founded. The Franklin Institute. Hey. Interesting. And what year was this? What years was this? He was uh, born in 1800 and lived to 1870. Uh, so he was also the first president of the Pennsylvania Railroad uh, from 47 to 49 in the 1800s, as well as other railroads in the region. And he was a founding member of the American Philosophical Society. Ooh. 
uh, from 1833 until his death. And uh, I invented the steam-powered Sibian. <laughs> It was a time of frustrated sexual appetites. And spinsters couldn't get any. That thing was powered by steam? Yeah, yeah. That's powerful, man. <laughs> Absolutely. We lost many of them. <laughs> many of them that got on in Philadelphia ended up in Delaware. Yes. <laughs> it shot them <laughs> across state lines. Uh, the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania is also getting a historical marker. As well it should. Founded by William Penn, it was originally seated in a courthouse at the corner of 2nd and Market Streets. Uh, it is the highest court in Pennsylvania and the oldest appellate court in North America. Uh, the court moved to Independence Hall, housing all three branches of the colonial government before relocating to Lancaster and uh, later in Harrisburg, and we, if you walk around the city, there's so many of these signs, and I will stop. I, I to me, it, it just it's something to be proud of that yeah. there's such a rich history in this area. Yeah, I think they're cool, and the and the mustache rides. Yeah, yeah. How about it? Uh, and then uh, Hester, the trial of Hester Vaughn. Why does that sound familiar? This is an interesting one. Hester Vaughn, an immigrant housekeeper who settled in Philadelphia, was accused of uh, infanticide okay. in 1868, killing her child. Oh, yes. Oh, so, so her child died just days after birth. She was sentenced by an all-male jury, jury, but received a pardon from the governor of Pennsylvania with help from advocates, including Susan B. Anthony and the Working Women's Association. Uh, the newspaper, The Revolution, organized a meeting in her defense in New York. Vaughn was deported to her native England, but her case set a precedent for women to receive a jury of their peers and paid the way for other breakthroughs in the justice system. So maybe before her, uh, women didn't get a jury of their peers. Right. Just like a judge would make the call or something along those Interesting. lines. Interesting. Which, uh, yeah. Uh, so she is uh, getting a marker as well. I do have a couple of um, suburban markers if you guys want to hear those. So I'll, I'll hit I'll hit the the pertinent counties. Right. Uh, I don't know if there's any for Buckingham. Is the guy who spanked it with the cheese, is he uh, No. No, you know what? There's none in Bucks, uh, just in uh, in Montgomery and uh, Delaware County. Wait, none what? No sign. No new, new signs. Markers. Yeah. New markers. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll get you the one in, uh, there's one in Delaware County. Delco. Uh, it's Caroline Burnham Kilgore. Uh, and she was the first woman admitted to the bar in Pennsylvania. And became one of the state's leading women in the law. Oh, nice. uh, she was also first to practice in a Pennsylvania court in the Orphan's Courts in the 1880s. And was among the first women to practice before the U.S. Supreme Court. Oh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And she dedicated much of her life to a uh, suffragist cause. So to get women yep. the, the right to vote. Which is pretty cool. And, uh, yeah. And, okay. Here's the last one. This is kind of fun. Uh, in Springfield Township, Montgomery County, uh, it's Edward uh, P- Pizek. Uh, a oh no, it's Pisek. Uh, anyway, Pisek. Uh, a... <laughs> you're wondering if it's like attached to the word related to the Pisek Round Barbecue Fire Pit that we're giving away. Drive. I'm outside <laughs> in the elements and very cold. I'm going to endeavor to build some sort of artificial pit to contain firewood. No, with any luck, it will keep me warm. Actually, uh, Edward Pisek co-founded Mrs. Paul's Kitchens. Whoa. Which became a national leader in frozen, heat and eat convenient seafoods. That's cool. Uh, he was an advocate of... If only fish came in sticks. Of, <laughs> he was an advocate of uh, 
Well, actually, this would Casey, this would have been in the 1920s because Edward oh. was born in 19 oh, uh, in, in the teens. So give me some appropriate music. Everyone's heading out to the party to enjoy some fish sticks. What's that young man dipping his into? Uh, his was, uh, he was an advocate of Polish-American heritage and a philanthropist. It's time for the beer barrel polka. And a philanthropist uh, efforts who helped establish the Thaddeus Kosciuszko uh, National Memorial in Philadelphia. I'm not really sure. And he also led an anti-tuberculosis campaign in Poland in the 1960s. Tuberculosis. This young man doesn't like it. <laughs> In they the went ni- to the Wharton School. In the 1960s. I tell you all as you stand here, I hate tuberculosis and hepatitis. I'm on the fence about diphtheria. <laughs> anyway. Wait, hold on, real quick. I'm, now I'm reading about him. He's pretty interesting. Uh, so he also worked for Campbell's Soup, but he oh. came up with selling frozen fish while he was on strike from his job at General Electric at the plant in Philadelphia. Wow. No kidding. Okay. One more that didn't make your lists. Preston, uh, Keith Haring is getting one out in Cutstown. Oh, the artist. Is he from the area? Yeah, he's from Berks County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's that's one of the 39 that they're adding? Yep. Okay, yeah. and where's it going to be? In Cutstown? So it'll be in Cutstown. Yeah, oh, he, cool. you, know. you know what? We had a story <laughs> not that long it, ago about the, house, yeah. about the house in Cutstown that had a Keith Haring original when he was a kid yeah. or a young man. He drew this thing on the wall right. and it has stayed there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, Matt, my boyfriend, grew up in Kutztown, and when they were kids, like, you know, the, the Herring family would donate, like, doodles and yeah. books and stuff to the kids in the Kutztown area, so he is very prevalent around there. All right, wait, I need a call here. Brian wants to point something out about these historical markers. Hey, Brian, good morning. Good morning, how you guys doing? Good, what's up, my man? So when I was in college, I was taking a French Revolution class, and when a teacher was talking about Marie Antoinette, I asked his thoughts about her coming to Pennsylvania for uh, sanctuary. They told me there was no documented evidence of that, and I was completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I pointed out, I told him in front of the class, I was like, well, you want to bring that up with the PA Historical Society, because I was at the PA marker this weekend, and I took a picture of it. He didn't really like that. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and I struggled that entire class after that, mar- after that remark. Oh, yeah. did, wow. did, he, uh, he, did he give you credit for it or anything? He gave me credit because I showed him the picture. I was I was there the day before, and I took a picture. It's up Route 6 in Bradford County. I stop up there every time I go. Yeah. Don't you ever embarrass me in front of the class. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, that's, yeah, you had proof. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Yep. I'm going to have one more story, but this kind of goes in tandem to this. Uh, there's not a historical marker, uh, but there was an article... Uh, the other day that I read that said there's another list of notable American things that got its start in Philadelphia. And believe it or not, cowboy hats. Cowboy hats? Well, Kate. maybe not just cowboy hats? hats. No, not hats. Did you say hats in general? <laughs> no. Yeah. Cows? Hats have been around for a long time. No. We but- it's so hard to follow sometimes. <laughs> I want to hear it, and all I keep hearing is his <laughs> hats. Oh, by the way, um, for the marker going up. Yeah. I'm going to give five points to Delco. Oh, oh, oh my. Is I that Chris Catty really, just spoke up? I rarely complain, but he constantly gives to Delco and never to Bucks County. Uh, Bucks County didn't have anything. My dearest mm-hmm. husband, every time the points are awarded, they're awarded to Delco. Yep. 
I get bias is glaring. Well, because I get CC'd or BCC'd sometimes on the emails, and they're like, "Let's see if he if he uh, gives uh, points," and you never do. I, uh, nobody. Okay, next time, point out a story to me. I got one. No, I'm, no, because I don't want to be like Casey. I don't want to have to get you know try to get myself points. If, okay. if you want to do it, that's fine. If not, I'm okay. What are you gonna do? Oh, nothing. I just I wanted, I wanted to hear her talk. I wanted it was oh, a, it was a. It was, I wasn't um, talking. I was not talking bad about you. But oh, you, I know. No, 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 no. I just okay. want to hear you plead your case. Yeah. I think it's totally legit. And Preston invented this thing earlier this year. He invented and... it so you would win something. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Preston. I appreciate you. All right. So uh, cowboy hats. No, Stetsons were invented in Philadelphia. Stetson cowboy hats. A very popular. Uh. Cowboy hat. John B. Stetson, the son of New Jersey, of a New Jersey hatter <laughs> who spent time out west and was inspired by the sombreros that he saw on Mexican vaqueros, is the guy who created that wide-brimmed head topper. And uh, it was a Philly that, that got, uh, the, it, it was in Philly that the accessory it's got its now familiar size and shape. I so, love cowboy hats. Do you? Do yeah. you wear them? No, I, I can't wear hats because okay. they give me headaches. But uh, if I could, I'd wear a cowboy hat. Kathy, cowboy I was, hat on, on a guy? Do you like that look? Yeah. 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 Kathy, I was looking to buy one when I was in Texas. Yeah. Uh, you, we you went, like, when you go, if you go anywhere in Texas, you're like, I, I need boots. I need a yeah. hat. Yeah. I need a flannel. I, I tried a couple on. I'm like, hey, this just doesn't look right for me. I'm never going to go to a country concert, so I have no reason to wear this yeah, like, thing. Where? Yeah. I mean, you know, you can't just put that on. Yeah. You can't. There's no way. And it, and if you did, just to go out for the night you're or, not whatever, or go somewhere, I mean, there's a certain certain things are expected of you if you are wearing right. a cowboy. Yeah. Like, well, if especially you were... around here. Like, yeah. someone's going to go, why well, are yeah. you wearing that? I like the way they look. <laughs> I think it looks cool. I like to wear one. I hate country music. I would yeah. have nothing to do with that. I like boots, too. I like yeah. the cowboy yeah. boots. But I, I, I can't wear them because there's... There are things that go along with the cowboy hat. I yeah. saw um, a, like a guy a walking horse. down. I saw a guy walking down the street, and I was like, "He is a cowboy." Like he was here in Philly, but like he was a cowboy. He What's had your to... name, pretty lady? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Well, and so, and I don't know what I searched or what I yeah. said that Alexa heard, but on my TikTok, all I get are like hot cowboys dancing with no shirts on. Oh my god! I swear to God. Sure, oh, wow. that's uh, that had to be uh, just a crazy algorithm that did that. That. Wouldn't be Kathy that did that. Well, no, I just have something. Yeah. I looked up something where now that's all I'm getting. <laughs> all right, so Hot cowboys dancing with their shirts off. <laughs> but I also I sort of feel the same way when I see a, a man in a kilt. You know, I'm like, there's turns you on. No, I no. like it, <laughs> there's something cool about it. It's something cool, but I couldn't. But why would you ever wear one? There's there are certain things that go. But I mean, I think you could get away with that better than a kilt. Absolutely, hat. cowboy hat. Yeah, than a cowboy hat. Yeah, there's a dude that used to come out to events of ours all the time. He always wear that that right. tactical. Um, uh, kilt all the time. Tactical? You remember that yeah, guy? Yeah. It was, yeah. It, it was... You hide knives and stuff in there? I or? was... I don't know. It was made of some super dur- durable material. Vibranium, I hey, think. Hey, we're looking at somebody wearing a, uh, a, a kilt and cowboy hat. <laughs> and boots! Cowboy and, boots! That's... That's a look. Yeah. That's definitely a look. Okay. Um, so... God... <laughs> John B. I can't get a boomer. John B. Stetson uh, came up with the iconic Carlsbad model. I guess that's that iconic Stetson, you the know, classic look curve yeah. in that hat. 
Uh, and then things took off. The Stetson Company grew to be the biggest hat maker in the world. Well, and with like, more than five thousand employees, like the real cowboy hats, like they're huge. They yes. are, and they're heavy. They're well made. I assume Stetson is the makes their cologne, right? Or how, did they just lease the name out? It's a good question. Yeah. Stetson cologne was what you wore in back in tenth the day. grade. I think yeah. I, I think secretly in my next life I'm going to live on a farm. Really? Yeah, like my. So you can watch the people that you hired to work. No, <laughs> yeah, no I, I, on, I and live the farm life. Well, maybe like the luxury farm. <laughs> right, 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 you want right. to live on Yellowstone Farm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I would, yeah. I'll be back. She's going like, really to be Ava Gabor yeah. in Green Acres. Yeah. Well, no. So my one of my best friends, she lives on a farm, and I mean, she does. She lives part. I would say like part of of the farm life. I mean, she mows the lawn. Is this the one who does arts and crafts as well? Yes, yes, but she has this like beautiful luxury barn. Yeah. That that it's like a party space. You showed, we the, go you showed the footage. Yeah, it's amazing. Crafts and, and all of that. Uh, they have ticks on them every other day, yeah. which yeah. I'm not sure I would be <laughs> so into. But. Man, I, I had some friends that, that had horses on, on their property. You talk about work. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Taking care of those animals, That's it's your life. That's what you do. It's a lot of work. So they actually have some like someone whose full-time job it is to come and, and care for the animals. So they have a little money, care. right? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you have to, I think, if you Can you train monkeys to do that? <laughs> uh, That's my horse I monkey. Would, That's my chicken monkey. I, speaking of money, I'd give good money to see Kathy living that kind of life. <laughs> well, uh, listen, let's, we'll call it the luxury farm. All right, the luxury. But her, her, her father-in-law, every time I go there, he's like, you spend an awful lot of time here. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I think we'll you call can it, do it. We'll call it glarming. Yeah, absolutely. Glam- like farming. <laughs> glarming. Glamorous farming. She's going to have a plow attached <laughs> to the front of her Lambo. Glarming. <laughs> I would have... Help yeah. do the work, right. Yeah. right? I'd have the staff. You guys did a great job. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, there is a, uh, apparently there's some Stetson uh, signs and things like that still around uh, the city that you can find oh. where their warehouses were and stuff oh, like that's that. That's fascinating. Yeah, wow. Yeah, pretty cool. All right, that's it for the City Beat, folks. We got to take a break, but thank you very much for strolling the streets. Of Philadelphia with us this morning. Um, we are going to talk to Chevy Chase uh, roughly an hour from now. Yeah. Which is really, really cool. He's going to be in Atlantic City uh, for a Q&A about uh, Christmas family vacation. We'll come back in a second. Hang out with us. Kristen and Steve. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We have a new Daily Rush video for you to check out when you get a chance. It's called Paul McCartney's Huge Wiggly Woo. <laughs> and uh, it says if you, uh, you've you heard of the fifth Beatle, right? Turns out it was Paul's massive dong. Uh, be the first to see the new newest uh, Daily Rush by subscribing to our YouTube channel. And it's sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. You can learn more at Xfinity. Dot com. The video is a handiwork for our buddy uh, Kyle Mack. Yes, he's doing a great job. He uh, took over for uh, Nick Murphy, so we're, we're happy to have him here. Uh, Casey just handed me something. What? Where'd you get this? Is it breaking news? It to me. Maybe Marissa or Kathy or something? About Cracker Barrel? 
Oh, yeah, I, I sent that to you. I gave it oh. to you the last segment. I didn't know if you wanted to throw it in, but I, yeah, you, you I can I would have. It. Yeah, I would have put this in uh, City Beat, but I'm, I'm passing. Wow, wow. Yeah, I'm passing this along now. Uh, Plymouth Township's council voted unanimously <laughs> to approve the transfer of a liquor license to the Cracker Barrel <laughs> at the Metroplex. <laughs> this, wow. is we, this is what we go to. Yeah. I think this is, I can't believe this is actually happening. I mean, like, the how uh, rare these liquor license transfers yes. are and the people that want them and the the things that they could do with them, and uh, it's going to Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I don't think of Cracker Barrel as a boozing place. No. Uh, if you want to, if you want to go really off-the-beaten-path pickup place. It's the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wonder, too, if they will renovate it all and put, like, a bar area in there. I have a feeling it'll just be for... Table service. Just yeah, table service? While you're eating dinner. Yeah, yeah. but why, like... Bottle service. Even, like, smaller places, like Applebee's and places like that, they, they have, they a, have yeah. a little bar you're right, there. You're right. And a good place to, like, sit if you're solo. Like, I would never go to Cracker Barrel by myself. It feels like a family meal. But I was right. in Delaware over the weekend, and the one on Route 1 said, now with the liquor license. Like, a big sign oh, on so the Oh, so this window. must be what they're doing. Yeah, yeah Maybe. in the chain. Okay. okay. Also, like, I've always just gotten, like, breakfast there. Um, they work, they're working their way towards an EDM club. I'm telling you, man, I, the one time I went there, I got like a, I think it was like a campfire meal. Yeah. Where they cooked everything inside like a tinfoil pocket. Yeah. It was so freaking good. <laughs> I couldn't believe Listen it. Listen to his voice. Dude, I know. I, I knew it was so good. stuff in a tinfoil pocket. Everything was so good. moist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we always joke that the parking oh, lot yeah. is oh, yeah. always full. Yes. It doesn't matter the time yep. of day. In case I'm the same with you, anytime I've ever gone to Cracker Barrel, it's been for breakfast. But you go by there afternoon, evening, yeah. the parking lot jam packed. There's never a you walk right into your table. There is a little bit of a wait, and they but also but it's okay. They have that. Store. They have that little oh, store, yeah. which is the reason they have that wait. <laughs> okay, there's further information on here. That, like I said, it was just handed to me. It was almost breaking news, so I, oh, I didn't really almost read this. So it was almost breaking news. Oh, it's not breaking. quite breaking. It's like cracking news. Not breaking. 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 Almost. Uh, so during the hearing, representatives <laughs> of uh, Cracker Barrel stated that there will only be. A limited menu of beer, wine, and mimosas. Mimosas. I don't mind Uh, that. No bar will be built. Okay. No live music will be played, and the hours will remain the same. Uh, Did I have a DJ? No. Uh, The only question that did not have a definitive answer was whether Cracker Barrel would eventually sell beer and or wine to go, which is allowed under the license. Right. Did they get their dispensary license? No. (laughs) I wonder where they got... The license from though because it has to be transferred within the county, right? So it came somewhere from Montgomery County. Um, and I, 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 I like Cracker Barrel. I love their little store. I love their food. But like to me, this kind of seems like a waste. A waste? Do you think so? For, yeah. For to, a, just a, a to have license. like right. a, a, they clearly don't a beer with well, meal. I, yeah. I know. With just to meal? have yeah, like a beer or a glass of wine. Listen, I love a mimosa as well. Yeah. Um, with breakfast, that's nice, but. I don't know. I would rather. I think I'd rather see a new place. You can't see Vince Vaughn and John Favreau getting all dolled up in swingers and <laughs> heading out to Cracker, Cracker Barrel. What if they had like six hundred dollar bottles of wine? Yeah, you know, Cracker Barrel <laughs> to go to yeah. go with your fritter, <laughs> with your apple fritter. By the way, I have a question about the uh, the dispensaries uh, in New Jersey, uh, in the recreational ones. Hmm. Where does one find those? I, I did a, hmm. I did a little search the other day, and all that was coming up were. Uh, what appeared to be pharmacies, 
Uh, and and I didn't know. If Are there, there in fact recreational dispensaries in Jersey? It's, yeah, there. It's, yeah, it's legal in, in uh, New Jersey, and I, I know that there are some. I just don't know how to go about finding them. I feel like I saw one on Forty Two. I was going down the shore, and instead of going on the AC Expressway, I stayed straight on Forty Two, mm-hmm. and then I went down a couple exits. And when I was making a left, there was it was right when they opened, and there was a line mm. like around the parking lot. Okay, mm-hmm. I would go to there, go to so... your busiest Cracker Barrel and then work out from. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, there's a product I'm, I want to get my hands on, and I, I don't know right, where so to go about. It looks like Cure Leaf is one. Uh, there's a few. Oh, okay. I don't want to sign up for anything, but I think they might have medical, like a medical and recreational division. All right. That's what I was curious about. Yeah. I saw I saw medical, and, and I was like, well, isn't it recreational? Or if I, but anyway, okay. All right. I'll, I'll do a little more digging. I'll find it. I'm sorry to just throw that no, out. There is a search engine called Leafly. Okay. That you can put in. Do you want recreational? Do you want what medical? What would you like to look for? It's <laughs> like the Siri. Yeah. What could I help you with, bro? <laughs> uh, I will dig uh, deeper into that. But, uh, yeah, so Cracker Barrel and Plymouth meeting. Mm. Uh, and, in fact, hang on a second. Somebody wants to come in on another Cracker Barrel. Hi, uh, hi, Ed. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. What's up, um, bud? So, uh, my family, we travel back and forth to Florida because my parents have a place down, or her parents have a place down there. Mm-hmm. And um, so, my wife's biggest thing is she wants to eat in a Cracker Barrel in every state. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but if you go down south, a lot of them have, like, it was shocked to me. I'd never seen that before, uh, is that they have, like, a beer and wine list, essentially, in the menu. And it's, there's no, none of them have, like, a bar. It's essentially uh, beer and wine at the table. Like you can have beer and wine with your meal. I got really you. Like there to be like a. Right. It's not really like there to be a bar. And would you say and then an extensive list of options or no, fairly limited? No, 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 no. It's uh, I I can't even equate it to anything around here because you know around here it's it's usually it's either a bar or liquor. Sure. Store, but like like maybe half a dozen types of beer. Maybe what wine pairs nicely with hash wine. browns? Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like just simple, you know, just a few beers, something to, you know, Whip you're not going to get drunk. You just have a beer maybe to relax before you head off to, mm. the, you know. I got you. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it, Ed. I get Kathy's perception, though, that it seems like a waste at some level, but they yeah. do what you're going to do. Uh, uh, Press, there's another place called Cannabis on in Deptford, New Jersey, and when you go to their website, you can click either on View Medical Menu okay. or View Adult Use Menu. So I guess Adult Use? Yeah. So I, I don't okay. know if there's a difference between the two. Maybe it's that one. How far away is uh, Deptford once you cross? Uh... Uh, you go over the Walt Whitman Bridge, and then you hop on 55 for like three seconds, and then you're right there. Okay. I know yeah. where West Deptford is. So. Yep. Uh, all right. All right, that, that'll work. That's not too bad. All right, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I, uh, Kathy, I, I wanted to get, well, I know what your take is going to be on this, mm-hmm. but this article uh, says that um, apparently we really don't need to use deodorant. My right. 65-year-old cousin has never used deodorant. Really? Is he still on that island? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, he's a very successful uh, my... person, and uh, and I've never smelled body odor on him. Yeah. yeah my, my dad and my brother don't. My brother also doesn't use um, toothpaste. Wait, what? What? Uh, what yeah. he How, does he clean his He's teeth? adopted, right? <laughs> There's no way he's from no, your family. Are you is kidding? Janice came... Joplin's no, son? You know that it came directly from my mother. Uh, <sighs> no, he uses... Um, Charcoal? No, like baking. Oh, baking. Soda. Oh, you could do that. Okay. I thought you meant he, he completely. No, he brushes his teeth and yeah. he he bathes himself often. Um, mm-hmm. but they do not wear deodorant. Why no toothpaste? 
Uh, health what? reasons. Um, what about your husband? Because your husband has it's something to do with the cancer treatment he had. Okay. And, uh, uh, okay. The the damage that it did to his teeth and the continuing damage that stuff in toothpaste does. Okay. All right, in case he was about to ask about Dennis, he's very holistic. He's very clean living. He's a clean eater. Oh, no, he yeah. Wear, he, yeah, no, he'll wear a deodorant. I wear a charcoal, like the, the, the brand that, I forget the name of it. I use all the yes, time. Yes, uh, oh, my gosh, what it was, was that called? Payway? Payway? I rub Asian food under my armpit. Pee-pee? You don't Piper Y? Piper Y. Yes. Piper Y. That's Piper. it. I order it automatically reorders on Amazon. So. And you like that? I do. Yeah. Is it expensive? Because I'll try it's it. It's not. It's okay. <clears throat> I always I I just go a degree because they sell them in two packs. Well, it mm-hmm. has less of. The, there's no chemicals in it that can cause uh, can cause issues, as you said before, Kathy, with uh, carcinogens or things of that nature. And it's very natural. It's a, um, clean, it's a clean smell. But I there'd be no way. I live in terror of walking out of the house without. Deodorant. That is one thing that I'm not going to. I try to be health conscious, but listen, I am wearing deodorant. I know it's probably clogging my pores and uh, causing all kinds of issues, but I'm, I'm and you're, wearing it. You're a very clean person, and I, I I shower in the morning. Absolutely. It's the first thing I do, and it's guaranteed that uh, I, I do that every day. But if I do, and I have a couple times just forgot in, yeah. in, my, in my daily routine to put deodorant on, I can I know that I forgot. Like later on the day, uh-huh. I'm like... I, now I'm not like stinking to high. Yeah, right. I know what you mean? But you you put there's a little, a little yeah little scent. You're like oh okay I need that. I, I have deodorant here just so in case do I, I forget. It's a good I, idea. There's there's also toothpaste. Been, I have a, a, a razor. The whole thing. There's Happy. been times where I've I turn around, make sure Preston's not yeah. looking, and well Nick Murphy when he was here. Now yeah. Kyle and I'll put my deodorant hey, on. <laughs> can I borrow yours sometime? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Are you kidding me? Is that a joke? Please turn your heads up, douche. I let you use my deodorant. Yeah, no, I was joking. Yeah, yeah she would jump off. Are you kidding? She finds a hair on it, she's oh, going to hang no, herself. No, no. Yeah, I know. If you're stuck pressed, I have a little mini spray one. All right, you can use that'll that work one. too. It's Dove. Um, do you guys remember Mitchum? Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mitchum's a spray, wasn't it? It's a manly spray. If I remember. Ban, yeah. ban used to have a spray, spray-on deodorant. Remember Ban deodorant? Ban did? Yeah, yeah. Because I always knew them as a roll-on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I used right guard for a hot minute there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember right guard. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you so know what, what I, is this? Oh, sorry, Case. I was spray-on deodorant. So what dermatologists agree that humans have been using substances to mask uh, strong body odors dating back to the early days, but when what we decide... Uh, just they explain why we use deodorant. Uh, It says what we decide uh, comes mostly from cultural practices. Yes, yeah. An expert on the subject said that uh, people tend to find the natural scent of those with different immune systems more interesting than those who mirror theirs. Uh, my big, something that'll make me gag is someone with, with rancid body odor. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that's that's a re- real trigger. But Richard Pryor did a great bit, and uh, I think it was live on the Sunset Strip, about he, uh, he gets into the cab, he's in Africa, and uh, the cab driver is, you know, he smells his body odor. And he looks up at the cab driver smelling all his cologne going, oh, my God. Yeah, it was too much yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they also said that bathing every day stops bad odor in his tracks. And wearing breathable clothing can de- decrease chances of smelling or sweaty circumstances. But what that, this is only a partial article, so it doesn't tell me why they recommend against it. Uh, so I, I, didn't, I don't know. I just know that I, th- I think... I think it's antiperspirants. Yeah. That uh, that like Dr. Mike says he's right. like I don't mind the deodorant, but it's the antiperspirant well, part. Yeah, about because it. the toxins are in the antiperspirants. Right. However, the antiperspirants are what keep us from smelling like a hoagie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So. That ho- and I I know <laughs> what you're, you're right. saying. That hoagie smell makes me sick. I unless to, it's a hoagie. I used to think it was uh, mustard and onion. <laughs> uh. 
is what my <laughs> armpit would smell like. Which is funny because I kind of like mustard and onions. Oh, yeah, you, on yourself, you want to yeah. die. On my hot dog. Yeah. No, I would say... It's like I was in, in uh, A Fish Called Wanda. Yes. He would keep sniffing his own armpits. <laughs> at the auction? <laughs> what? There was one at the, uh, in an auction house where the person smelled their armpit and ended up bidding high <laughs> on something. Really? I can't remember what oh, movie that I like was. that. Yeah. yeah. But no, Otto would keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just liked the smell of his own manliness. Yeah. And like Mary sniff- Catherine uh, on uh, Mary, Mary Catherine Gallagher. Yeah. yeah. yeah so sticking her armpits, uh, her hands in her armpits. But, uh, wow. I, I was curious what... Uh, what Kathy thought is um, this other thing. I, I'm just rolling through some stories here. I don't oh, want to be the noticer. I don't want to be no, the, you're the roller. stream of consciousness. I'm the roller. The roller. <laughs> yeah. so there's a song. Wait, there's a song. Uh, Casey from April Wine called Roller. She's a roller. Yeah. Oh, a high roller, baby. Go ahead. Get out of here. Yeah, no, I swear to God. Okay. All right. Here Let's hear it. Yeah. All right. This is a good song, by the way. <laughs> My theme song. I'm the roller. <laughs> All right. Ah! Now I want to hear a little bit of this. Hang on a second. Ah! All right. We're rolling through some stories here, gang. <laughs> uh, New Zealand. This, I, w- I want to get your guys' uh, thoughts on this. On Tuesday, passed a law. Uh, it's a unique plan uh, to phase out tobacco smoking by imposing a lifetime ban on young people to buy, uh, buying cigarettes. Like, they want it to eventually be illegal in the entire country. The law states tobacco can't ever be sold to anybody born after January 1st, 2009. And it means that the minimum age for buying cigarettes is going to keep going up. And in theory, someone trying to buy a pack of cigarettes in 50 years... Uh, will need ID to show that uh, that they were at least sixty three years old. So th- they're gonna they're gonna keep raising it uh, each year. They're gonna start with this generation, and they're just gonna make it from I've here on out. So, so like if that. you smoke, if you already smoke, yeah. you can keep smoking. Right. But as uh, as you go on, they they are phasing it out rather than doing a full on prohibition like nobody can do this anymore. Right. 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 They are going to kind of phase it out. Um. I have to take a look at the specifics a little bit more. Um, I don't think it's a bad, such a horrible idea. I mean, it is, there, like, there's zero, uh, zero good that comes from smoking. Sure. Period. But we, Without question. Yeah. But we've been so used to it being, you have this, uh, you know, but there are other things that are that are illegal that you can't Absolutely. do. Uh, that technically you could live for the rest of your life doing that aren't good for you. And uh, and that are illegal. And they just have added it to that. I don't know, man. Smoking is cool. <laughs> <laughs> it looks cool. It looks really cool. It doesn't smell cool. Yeah. No. Oh, God. I'm watching, man. With, uh, oh, so I've been watching Lethal Weapon. Like, that's been my uh, go to bed. He's a chain smoker. He is now. a chain smoker. And yes. in real life, Mel Gibson, I don't know if he's corralled that a bit. <laughs> yeah. But that dude was always. I remember him on, on interview shows and he at the height of his stardom. And he would be sitting there puffing away, man. Yeah, he looks really cool in that movie. Yeah. And uh, there's one scene in particular in the very beginning. And, and the next time I, have, I, I watch it, I have to f- uh, figure out exactly when he lights up a cigarette because it looks like. He wakes up with a lit cigarette in his mouth in the very beginning of the movie. That's yes. the coolest. When you yeah. can sleep, it, it, you know you're really cool when you can sleep with a lit cigarette in your hand. Mm-hmm. I just wonder, I think of like, um, thank you for smoking. And I wonder like, what will the cigarette companies do against Oh, us? Philip Morris? I mean, so here's the deal. Uh, I had a uh, guy that I met who, he, dude, he retired at like 50. I was, and I thought he was like, you know, 
Right. He was like a hedge fund manager. No, he was a roofer. Right. He just started when he graduated high school and, and, and invested wisely. And I was talking to him about his investments. And he said Philip Morris was yeah. one of the ones that he invested in. And I was like, like now, like, you know, nobody smokes. He goes, dude, they have their hands in so much stuff right. that it's not just, you know, the tobacco yeah, stuff. Not just tobacco. Well, yeah, a, exactly. a lot of the tobacco industry, uh, a lot of the, the those companies have bought their way also into the cannabis side of things. So, you know, they, they know, and the, the liquor companies as well, they're investing in that. Yep. Um, I think it's interesting. Uh, I think it's an interesting approach. I mean, because you don't look at your child and go, I want my child to be able to smoke one day. I hope they are a smoker. Do you know smoke think? if they want to. I'm going to suggest I mean? something different. Okay. And it seems to work on sitcoms. Have everybody smoke a full carton in front of the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ruling political party, and they'll get so sick, they'll never want to smoke again. Right, right. <laughs> my dad, he said that he started smoking when he was like eight years old. Yeah. And so when I eventually, when I was in high school and I got caught smoking, I didn't, I didn't get in trouble. You know, it wasn't like uh, one of those things where you will not do, you know. Did it he was make like, you smoke a carton of cigarettes right in front no, of him? No, no. I just, uh, I mean, it simply came Would down to. Would that work with, with like, pleasuring yourself? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, no. Right? To, you're going to oh pound it for 24 five, hours straight. Five times a day. I yeah. want to see you do it five yeah. times. I want you to nut. <laughs> oh, my God. I do 40 know. times right now. I do not know. Uh, but they've uh, they've passed this into law. Oh, it's passed. Yeah, yeah, they passed it into law. So oh. it, it starts uh, right now for uh, anybody born on or after January 2009 can't ever be sold cigarettes, and then it goes year after year. So they're gonna, it's we'll see if it works. It, it may backfire and be terrible. It's but, New Zealand, right? Yep. Well, that's where the hobbits live. We'll see how ornery yeah, they get. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I need some place to light up. Let me roll through one more story. Come on, man. Dude, I was getting ready for you. Sorry. Okay. There we go. I had the Shire already from Lord of the Rings, and then we moved on. I'm sorry. I should have read the room. All right, we're going to roll on to one more story, then we're going to have to take a break. Uh, This sounds wild, dude. The world's first artificial womb facility, Ectolife, will let you... And tell me if this isn't right out of the movie Gattaca. It is. Will let you choose babies' characteristics from a menu and will be able to grow 30,000 babies a year. The concept is the brainchild of Berlin-based Hashem Al-Ghali, a biotechnologist and science communicator. Some great eugenics things have come out of Germany. Uh, Hashem says the facilities would allow infertile couples to conceive a baby and become the true biological parents of their own offspring. Uh, but everything from eye and hair color to strength, height, and intelligence can be chosen, and inherited genetic diseases can be avoided. Is this 100%? I don't know. I, I, I read the article. I read a, a couple articles on it. I don't know where it stands as far as efficacy right now, but they're on the cusp of it. It's they really seem to indicate that. To me, this there are chilling aspects to this. There, there are. are some positive aspects. The the concept of the design, the concept of a, a baby that may have issues coming into the world and being a wonderful person. You know, if we're tailoring just this type of person, is the only type of person that we want right. here forward. And not allowing for the the wide array of different types, and well, it would depend on on the people that are making these choices. Yeah, right. you know, they but may not said, all choose the exact same thing. No, it's absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. It, it, I think it can become, but the potential for a precarious thing is there. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, 
just because it's not something that exists. Yeah, there's no and, real way to frame it. And it's totally man-made. I yeah. think our, our first inclination is to um, bristle to at it. With to a hate stick. It. Yeah, to, to hate bristle. it, to bristle at it. But, like, I just sort of look at all this stuff that is, quote-unquote, man-made. Um, and to me, like, if you sort of look at it from, you know, a few steps back, you know, this is all evolution, right? Like, man has, you know, it was incapable of evolving into a flying creature, so we made airplanes. You know I know what, what you're mean? saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is this is just another <laughs> step of, of human evolution. Pizza bagels. I, I see what you're saying. I was thinking about the same uh, uh, philosophical argument about, uh, you know, if, if you believe in God and that this goes against, uh, the you know, the natural form right. of things. But then again, if you do believe, then... Uh, maybe you believe that uh, God gave us the intelligence to create these things. So I don't know. It's it's one of those you know I, one of those conundrums. I default to every science fiction plot similar to this that went <laughs> yeah. awry, yeah. and that's always what informs my decision in these things. But, but just think about how competitive football will be one day. Oh God! But do you remember? Yeah, no, sports would be insane. But uh, do you remember in that movie Gattaca? Yes. There were there were the people that whose parents chose not to give them. Uh, special uh, enhancements mm-hmm. or or avoiding of disease and so on right. like that. And these people, therefore, didn't like that, and they tried to change their their background, and they called them degenerates. Yep, yep, yeah. Degenerates. Do you guys ever <laughs> see the movie? It's very no. good. Oh, my God. Ethan Hawke and... Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Is but it good? It's, it's this. It's it, very it goes, good. It, and, and there's also a, uh, there's a murder mystery mm-hmm. in the storyline, too, so it's not just about okay. the genetic right. stuff. It's a big part of it. Um, but it's an interesting movie, and some of this stuff is right there. Is well, coming to light. I, yeah. All right. So we've had uh, Christian Finnegan, the comedian, in our studio before. Now Christian's a he's a handsome man, and a, and his wife is is a beautiful woman, and they chose not to have children because. Genetically speaking, if they got, and I think he called them flipper babies. He's like, we would, you know, that's like for some reason they've they've checked their genetics, and if they were to, there's a strong likelihood. There's a strong likelihood that whatever they would give birth to would would have like a severe, certain deformity, severe or, defects. Or, okay, and so for people like that, there may, there are many schools yeah. of thought, and there are some people who say that, uh, you know, I, I I have to think a lot more on this stuff simply because it it, it is it's. There are so many variables where you can say somebody will make the case and you'll say, "Yeah, but that's a beautiful that's a, you know, that child." You'll see a child that is yeah. that way, and, and no, they they're all every beautiful. beautiful. Part. Yeah, it's yeah. it's there's, it's just there's, such a it's a fine line, it is and, a fine and you line. can like teeter on either yeah. side of it, yeah. and you're not sure. But you always, I think a, I think really honestly, cats are yeah. the way to go. It is the way to go. <laughs> yeah. No, they, listen, all all of God's creatures are beautiful, right? But except um, the jellyfish, except for the jellyfish, those are creepy. Oh, yeah. But um. <laughs> They're, not, they're pretty, but, though. Some of them like, are pretty. Like, I know for, for me, like, I, when, when I see um, these wonderful parents who are who are caring for, yeah. for children and, and, and young teens and, 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 and adults that have disabilities, sure. like, I go, I don't know if I could do that. You you could, but yes, I know I know what you're saying. Yeah. It, it's very, it's, it's, uh, it's so commendable because it's, it's way more work than, than, than can be. Of kids that don't have uh, that aren't in that situation, right? Uh, so and and so that's why you know some people need our assistance uh, yeah. uh, when that's when going because it's it's a lot. It can be a full time job, it can be very expensive too, and mm-hmm. and, and be a hardship. And obviously, you don't want to look as being a parent as being a hardship, but it sometimes financially it can't help but be. You mentioned your or cat Steve. Yeah. Um, did and I I'm looking for the article, but I, I can't remember exactly what it was. But there's some sort of bill that they're looking to pass so that um, your animals 
actually are considered family members and not possession. That's uh, I love animals, and that's abject lunacy. <laughs> but, but Say it that would, again. But it would have to do with like uh, divorce. You know, if yeah. uh, family gets divorced, or uh, right, couple gets right, divorced, right. or if they, uh, you know, somebody passes away, and it's a bill that they're looking to pass or they're trying to pass that would make a pet a f- considered a family member and not a possession. Oh. So for the for the specific case of divorce, where so, where you're fighting so, like, for custody right or visitation. So right now it's all about uh, money and who ca- who pays for right. the care of the pet, whereas now it would be considered in the best interest of the pet. So do they? So they did they take the uh, the pet's thoughts into consideration? <laughs> yeah. Because if so, and they have a custody hearing, somebody's going to be waving bacon on this side. Yeah, of right. they're gonna, they're gonna do yeah. it. Put it in your pocket. Uh, no, in the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> the dog in the middle of the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, they are literally using words as if you were were to use, if it was a child in the best interest. Well, this of might, the pet. Kathy, this might create a new occupation for animals as lawyers. You know. As, <laughs> Uh, because who can Animal speak lawyer. to their, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a pet lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I thought that was a really, really interesting story. That's something and... to be interested by yeah. and, and and also encouraged in some ways and also frightened. Yeah. I yeah. think I'm a bit more frightened right now. Um, I like it. I think it, I think it's pretty cool. But, I mean, you know, depending on to what level. But Gattaca was a funny movie. It was hilarious. <laughs> I'm not saying it's fun, yeah. but uh, it's interesting. All right, uh, that's it. All that's all I'm rolling for. That's all you're yeah, rolling. Roller, all right. so. Okay. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll get the B file. After that, Chevy Chase will be on the show. I can't believe it. Hang in there. We'll be back in a moment. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle, the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition, Wednesday, December 21st at the Excite Center inside Parks Casino in Ben Salem. At stake, some of the coolest prizes, gadgets, and gifts from our winter wonderland of clients and sponsors. Including Adventure Aquarium, Nebraska Brazilian Steakhouse, and Stephen Ear Jewelers. Want to be a part of the studio audience? Check WMMR.com for details. And don't forget to dress to, um, impress. Our judges will pick their favorite ugly sweater to score great prizes from Miller Lite. Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. Oh, it's the Christmas Miracle! 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your holidays. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by Nebraska Brazilian Steakhouse in Horsham. Struggling to find a restaurant for everyone. Well, don't want to commit to just one entree. Nebraska's got you covered. 15 different cuts of meat and salmon uh, for one set price. It's Nebraza.com. Just to do a handful of stories because I want to break and come back and then we'll get to Chevy Chase on the program. Uh, but we'll go with this one. A woman who claimed to be a god from ancient Egypt was arrested on Sunday afternoon in Miami Beach. So... Was she? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. She had. She claimed to be that god from ancient Egypt after hitting and threatening random passersby while slamming tables and throwing items. So identity theft. Uh, first officer on the scene uh, tried to take Emily Thomas Lockton uh, into custody, but she became aggressive and hostile toward the officer, screaming, don't touch me, and slapping the officer in the face. Uh, Police said that the officer tried to stun her with his taser, but that was unsuccessful. Another officer tried to assist and dodged Lockton as she tried to hit him as well. Uh, Lockton had unusual strength, according to the arrest report. The strength of the gods? Sounds like a god to me. Uh, But they said it appeared to be from an unknown substance. 
Uh, police said it took multiple officers to handcuff Lockton. She was ultimately restrained on a stretcher and brought into uh, a fire rescue truck. Uh, so the a witness told officers that Lockton had stopped her car in traffic and began screaming and slamming the hoods of random cars driving by. She seems upset. Mm-hmm. She then parked the car and walked over to a restaurant. She began slamming tables, throwing dishes and cups, while uh, striking, which struck customers. Uh, police said the manager of the restaurant told them that he had asked her to leave, but she smacked his hand and continued to make a scene. She had just learned the Cracker Barrel has a liquor license. <laughs> Authorities said that Lockton was shouting during the entirety of the struggle to arrest her. Uh, claiming that she was related to Tupac Shakur. Oh, my God. And was also a god from ancient Egypt who could take on all of us. So the king of hip-hop. Yeah. And the and an ancient Egyptian god. Yeah, she knows a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, she was taken to Mount Sinai Medical Center to be medically cleared before being transported to the local correctional facility. I think it'll all work out well. <laughs> A Brazilian councilwoman was sexually harassed in the middle of a council meeting in the coastal city of Florianopolis. Uh, Carla Ayers was walking through the aisle of politicians when a male colleague named uh, Marquinhos da Silva grabbed her by the hand. He then was hugging her from behind and attempted to kiss her in the middle of the session. Hmm. I want to kiss you. Uh, video of the un- unwanted advances uh, sparked outrage through Brazil, uh, especially after Ayers posted it to her Twitter, calling it another scene of harassment uh, that we need to fight so that it does not occur in the streets and in the parliaments of our country. Yeah, there's a lot of eyes on you there. Yeah, Ayers, a progressive politician for the Workers' Party and an open member of the LGBTQ community, also noted uh, that it happened on the same day that the city council approved a public official focused on women's issues. And uh, De Silva later released a statement saying, I sincerely apologize to her and to all the women who feel offended by my act. Uh, so they are uh, trying to, she's going to try and see if she can get this guy impeached on an article of I'm the sorry. Code of Ethics. Hey, we're looking at the pictures. Yeah, he's right up on her. Yeah, he's all over. He's groping her. Yeah. Uh, a fire hit a poultry farm in Lebanon County, Pennsylvania on Tuesday afternoon, and the fire caused $12 million in damage and killed an estimated 250,000 chickens. Oh. Lami. Uh... I can't believe it. Uh, Again. I cannot believe it. I know. When will this end? You're going to be at this for a good 20 years. These are the darkest days for chickens. Uh, Fire officials say the fire began in the middle of a poultry barn row. Uh, The middle barn became fully inflamed, but crews were able to keep the fire neutralized to one building. No injuries were reported. Is it the the chemicals or the things, the the sort of compounds they use to keep these things? Are they... Particularly flammable because there's a lot of these things happening. Yeah. Hey, June, don't you think you should put the chickens' names in alphabetical order? Wouldn't no. that make no? Wouldn't make it easier? <laughs> that would be an insult. That would be hard to you do. You wouldn't know you're not a chicken man. <laughs> You'd have to start with numbers first because yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah. a few of them have a, a number. It's like the... we do the A to Z weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no winning. No, there's no winning on that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, a pack of dogs chased a deer. Uh, in India into getting trapped inside of an M- ATM vestibule. Ooh, that's uh, uh, tight quarters. Yeah, it yeah. is. Witnesses saw the deer... there was a bear already in there. Uh, <laughs> Taking out money for the weekend. <laughs> uh, witnesses saw that the deer was uh, fleeing from a group of dogs when it ran into the ATM vestibule. One of the witnesses captured the deer struggling to find an exit. Thankfully, uh, the local forest department was informed and able to rescue the deer safely. He got out with a ton of dough. Uh, the, the animal was nice, Hi, kid. Yeah. Was transported. Uh, they, there were a couple bucks in there. Uh, the animal was transported 
penis. A wooded area for its release, by the way. Oh, it's, we're looking at it. Yeah, very tight quarters. Yeah. Aww. That's why they don't set up animal, uh, you know, reserves that look like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, students marching in a small town Christmas parade in Jackson, North Carolina, were harassed on Saturday, according to the town's chief of police. Huh? Uh, the chief, John Young, uh, said that uh, students performing in the parade reported that a man with a shotgun <laughs> threatened them as they marched on Saturday. The kids just love when the man with the shotgun comes by. Uh, according to Young, the man uttered, uh, uttering the threats was not in the crowd, but on the porch of a house that lined the parade route. Uh-huh. No suspect had been arrested and no warrants have been issued. The investigation is ongoing. The band director who leads the group posted on Facebook the group was in the middle of a uh, school dance team and drum line. He said the man was complaining that the group was too noisy. They're too noisy. You're on the parade route. You're man. on the parade route. Uh, the police chief said uh, that Jackson's mayor and other elected officials have been notified. <laughs> but apparently nothing has happened yet. They haven't issued a warrant. They haven't gone after this guy. For I wonder if he's on his own property and he didn't discharge it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Once you aim, if he if he aimed it at them, yeah. it might be a, a different story. But I'm not really sure what happened. So <laughs> it's like a prince. Yep. All right. And then finally, animal care and control officials have issued a young girl an advanced license to keep a pet unicorn. Uh, the pre-approved license was granted to the little girl after she sent the L.A. County officer five hundred dollars. A letter asking for permission to keep a unicorn in her backyard if she could find one. Uh, officers were gleeful bucks. to see the child's motivation to be a responsible pet owner. Aww. So they sent over a license and a stuffed unicorn for her to look after, seeing that uh, finding such magical creatures in the wild can be difficult. So. Of course, she'd be devastated when she can't find one. That was nice. There you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File. All right. Great news, man. Isn't this awesome? Uh, Chevy Chase canceled. Hey. He postponed. I just got off the, the phone with his um, assistant. and. Wait, did you know- He's just postponed. Yeah. Postponed. Hopefully, we can reschedule it for tomorrow. All right, good because uh-huh. the event is on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, and we, believe me, Eric, Simon, and I were working up until late last night. We got meet and greet passes to give away for this uh, weekend's event and some this, tickets. So my guess is it's not happening. happening. As, as Preston pointed out, I mean, do you think it's going to happen? <laughs> Make it happen. I think, you know, he's 79 years old, so it takes a few more days to bounce back from, okay. you know, shows well, this weekend we'll and stuff. Well, so. okay, yeah, he did that. He does that metal, heavy metal tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve, you, Steve, you yeah. did your research. You found yeah. out about that. Hey, this was, uh, Marissa, pull that story back up. This, uh, this was sad news, but, oh, I, no. I, but I feel it's kind of breaking news. It's, it's uh, but um, the DJ on Ellen DeGeneres show, Twitch, what? passed away. Wait, oh, my what? God, I love him. He's, he's a lot of fun, or oh was a lot of fun. He's four, 40 years you know old. I, when did he pass away? I, ju- was, I follow him and his wife. It was this morning. He took his own life. Oh, oh my, my goodness. One guy was the most upbeat guy you could possibly I love imagine. That guy. Oh, my God. He has three beautiful babies. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, my God. I did not know that part of it. Yeah, 14, 6, and 3. And oh, it's definitely suicide, right. Marissa? It, that's what Steve, TMZ, it says self-inflicted gunshot. awful. That's terrible. Well, you know what? Let, let that be oh. a reminder, too, that, you know, keep an eye out. Oh, my God. Because people, you, yeah. you, people can, can, you know, they, they can appear that they're completely fine, but it, it, there's nothing wrong with really, you know, reaching out and just asking legitimately how you're doing if you have any... Any concerns? Because this, if any guy, to me, epitomized a guy who was upbeat. Right? Happy. 
he, him and his wife would, um, all the time, every week, they posted videos together. They're both dancers, and they would post videos together. They did uh, videos with their kids, dance videos. I mean, he obviously uh, would dance on Ellen's show. That's how they met. He was on um, So You Think You Can Dance, and mm-hmm. he did one of the, uh, probably one of the best performances on that show, or at least when I was watching it, um, and Ellen saw it, and she had him on, and her and him recreated that dance together on her show, and that's how they started their relationship, and, she, and he ended up working with her for all those years. That's God, horrible. It is awful. Horrible. Uh, by the way, I do want to pass this along. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 800-273-TALK. Uh, and, and I assume that you can call that as well as if you feel that somebody... Uh, yes. I, I don't know if, if, you know, if you're having thoughts, obviously you can call them. And maybe if you know someone you think might be having thoughts, maybe they can help you out there, too. And it's okay to make a mistake and err on the side of caution. Oh, yeah. yeah because the other option, once it happens, it's too late. I oh, ju- the reason I, I thought maybe it was a few days ago was she just posted a, uh, a video of their wedding anniversary. But I just looked at it. She posted it because it was their anniversary. It was their ninth anniversary. Uh, you can also dial 988. That's the new number that right. they instituted, uh, instituted this year. So that's terrible news. I hate to end on that, guys. Uh, but that, that uh, story just uh, came along. So sorry to pass that along. Um, but we do have to, to do something else because we're going to take a break and uh, come back in a moment. But uh, we need a secret text word winner. So Kathy, muster up a number for me. 13. All right, we'll take 13. Caller 215-263-WMMR. If you know the secret text word, uh, we have those Steel Panther tickets for you to win. We'll come back and get a winner. Lesson question. Trash music news coming up next. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Hey, Window Nation brings the best of the home show savings right into your home. You can get two free windows with every two you buy with no limit, plus pay no interest for 60 months. Go to windownation.com slash home show and use their free virtual visualizer to see how their window options will look on your home. But hurry, these once a year home show savings end soon. Get two windows free with every two you buy and pay no interest for five full years. Call today, 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com slash home show. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, Chevy Chase has been uh, postponed, we found out. Son of a bitch. Unfortunately. We're hoping to get him on uh, tomorrow. It'll be nice tomorrow or Friday for the end of the week. We'll find out what the story is on that. But, yeah, I've been teasing that all morning long. What's a big deal? We love Chevy. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, we do. Does he know how much we love him? Maybe we need to tell him how much we love him. Maybe we'll send him uh, some Omaha steaks. All right, we need to get a winner. We're looking for a secret uh, text word caller, and Kathy called out number 13. So we are going to go to Rick on the line. Because he's caller 13. Hey, Rick, good morning, sir. Hey, Jose. Hey, Jose, nice. All right, so I need to know, Rick, do you know what the secret text word is? I hope I read it right metal. Metal. That is correct, sir. Rick, hang on. We are going to give you a pair of tickets to see this band that you're listening to right now, Steel Panther. The On the Prowl World Tour on St. Patrick's Day, Friday, March 17th, Keswick Theater in Glenside. And it will also uh, feature Crobot and Tragedy, a heavy metal Bee Gees tribute band. Tickets are on sale now. In fact, you can text the word Panther to 39333 and we'll send you all the details. Uh, but we had a random texture as well, and it's John Gauss from uh, Orland, Pennsylvania, also getting tickets to see Steel Panther 
on St. Patrick's Day, Friday, March 17th at the Keswick Theater. So congratulations to you, sir. All right, uh, Marissa, you never got me any lesson questions. That's okay. Do you have one that we can pass along? Pick one, little lady. Let's see what you get. And by the way, we are going to give away as a prize this morning. Uh, let's see, a $50 Manhattan Bagel gift card. So what's the question we're going with today, Marissa? All right, a new trend this holiday season is to Photoshop which dead Philadelphian into your photos. All right, 215-263-WMMR. All right, this holiday season is going to become trendy to Photoshop in which dead Philadelphian that we spoke of earlier this morning. 215-263-WMMR. If you heard it, you should call. And you just might win. And we'll do this while you're calling. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Flight Entertainment. Lace up those skates for Delco's award-winning winter attraction. The Energy Transfer Veterans Memorial Ice Skating Rink. Uh, open now through February in Edgemont, PA. So book your skate date today at Flight on Ice. Com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Elton John announcing he is leaving Twitter, saying it is now being used to divide our world and promote misinformation. Elton says before Elon Musk took control, Twitter was all about love and accuracy. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. The watchdog group Stop Anti-Semitism has named Kanye West the most problematic person of 2022. West will accept his acknowledgement in person at an event hosted by Louis Farrakhan and Dave Coulier. Oh, hey! I don't think he would do that. And finally, after Brittany Griner was released from a Russian uh, prison last week, Joe Exotic decided it was time to issue another appeal to President Joe Biden to have his sentence commuted. The delusional Exotic attempted to make a case for himself, saying that he is also gay and that he once saw Space Jam. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to see if you do indeed know the answer to this question. The new trend this holiday season is Photoshop which uh, dead Philadelphian into your photos. 215-263-WMMR. We'll go to Doug see if he knows the answer. Hey, Doug, how you doing, bud? Good. How are you? Good. All right, Doug, who are we Photoshopping into our family photos? Frank Rizzo. Rizzo. One moment, Doug. Get away from me. We're going to give you a $50 Manhattan Bagel gift card, and you can let Manhattan Bagel take the stress out of your holidays. Uh, you gather, they cater, ManhattanBagel.com <laughs> right. to order. Get away from me. I just came up with an invention. All right. A personal proximity alert for people who, who like to not have people crowding in on them. Yes. Okay. And Get away from me. And it says uh, that? Yep, yep. Yeah. You have a little sounder. And, right. And, and Get if, away from me. And if that one doesn't work, you hit the, the other one. Get away from me. That's even more. Get away from so me. So the first, yeah. first one's about um, three feet out. Yeah. Get away right. from Get me. Get away from me. Right. And, <laughs> and then you cross. Get the, away from yeah, me. That's a little further away. I it's like perfect. It. All right, music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. All right, brought to you by Horizon Services. They have technicians ready to service or replace your old water heater or install garbage disposals, sump pumps, plumbing fixture, and more. Horizon will do it all huh. today. What? Is your wife going to work for Horizon? Book online in seconds at horizoneasybook.com. She could do it. Uh, During a recent interview, Ozzy Osbourne revealed that he is still uh, fighting to walk six months after having spinal surgery. He revealed that his inability to get around on stage may affect his 2023 uh, tour. Now, 
I've heard that in in the latter years of Ozfest that um, he pretty much just stood in place, right? Uh, right. So, would this really impact his stage presence? Um, I'm not really sure. Uh, he also is dealing with Parkinson's disease, right? And he said it's it's so effing tough because I mean I want to be out there, I want to be doing it. This effing surgery uh, this guy did. He said you have no idea. Uh, he said the thing. He's on the the thing is, my head is all right, my creativity is okay, my singing okay, but I can't effing walk much now. No. It's a dilemma. Oh, he sounds pretty fast. Yeah. He went on to say... Uh, well, looking at a picture of him, he, he needs to reduce the size of his cross. Maybe that's what's... Yeah, weighing him down. It's an enormous <laughs> cross around his neck. He said, I went on, he said, I can't begin to tell you how frustrating life has become. It is amazing how you go along in life. And one stupid thing can screw everything up for a yeah. long time. I've <laughs> never been ill this long in my life. Uh, Ozzy is slated to start his uh, No More Tours 2 tour in May 2023. In, in support of an album that has gotten very good uh, response. Yeah, agreed. Blink-182 announced that they are getting their very own set of Funko Pop figures, which are called Pixelated Runners, which is inspired by scenes from... Uh, their 1999 video for What's My Age Again. Weren't we supposed to get Funko Pop figures? There was oh, a, no. like a, a, a deal had been made that we were going to get them, and it never came through. Uh-huh. I, maybe. I don't fully remember. I, that, I, don't, I, don't, I remember it mentioned, yes. Uh, this is a while ago. I, I've, I've, uh, I crushed it into a little ball and put it in the middle of my heart. Uh, the dolls. That's got to be good for Include figures of members Tom DeLong, Travis Barker, Mark Hoppus with all of their tattoos in place across uh, the chest and torso. Uh, the lower half of the Funko Pop dolls are fully pixelated to cover their private area. It's amazing how popular these things remain. Yeah. You, who, what do you have? You have Funko Pop uh, Rush? Yes, I do. And then, and Beatles? Uh, I don't. No, I don't have Beatles. Okay. Just, uh, just Rush, yes. But uh, yeah, they make a ton of them. Uh, Rage Against Machine bassist Tom Comerford has revealed that he has been privately battling uh, prostate cancer this year. Hmm. Uh, During an interview with Spin Magazine, Tim revealed that he underwent surgery to remove his prostate uh, two months before the band reunited on tour. Uh, And he said, I've been dealing with some pretty serious S. Right uh, before I was about to go on tour with Rage, I had my prostate removed and I have prostate cancer. Uh, I've been someone that's uh, taken a lot of pride in being in shape and taking care of myself, but it's something uh, where either you're either lucky or not. I uh, said, yeah, you, you can find yourself in a situation like I'm in where it's like, F, man, my whole life changed. Uh, with everything that happens to me now, I wonder, am I feeling this way because I have cancer? Am I losing hair because I have cancer? Whatever it is, it makes me wonder if it's happening because I have cancer. Uh, he went on to discuss the surgery he said the suffering part of it, the physical suffering after the surgery, he said, I've never felt pain quite like that. He said, I have metal plates in my head and cadaver parts in my body. I've done a lot of damage through sports and mountain biking and this sort of thing. And I've always felt like I had a really high tolerance for pain. He said, that S brought me to my knees. Oof. I wonder. You I'm, didn't have that experience. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. In fact, it's stunning how little... Uh, I would call it discomfort, and and you know so uh, you know the and I've spoken to a lot of guys who have gone through the uh, the procedure that I had the prostatectomy, and they all echo what I went through. He might have had a more advanced case, maybe because so. it sounds like it was a lot more involved. Yeah, yeah. So he may he may have had a larger uh, you know 
growth or it might have gotten out of the prostate or whatever but uh, but i I will tell you this um you know again this is one of those things and he's right it's it's a question of luck in many cases uh, or lack thereof get that psa test which is simply a blood test Mm -hmm. if you're feeling good right now and you don't think you're symptomatic of anything get the test if you find out you do have it you get it taken care of and you go on and live your life and I'm, i'm saying that i i've spoken to hundreds and hundreds and thousands of guys who have gone through the same experience that I had and are now living their lives fully. So yep. I'm, I'm really sorry he went through it that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then one final story. On Monday night, there was an extended Beatles family reunion led by Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr at London's Abbey Road Studios. Uh, and it was for the premiere of If These Walls Could Sing. If they could, they'd sing about my hood, my huge wibbly doo. Uh, in celebration of the Hallowed Studios' 90th anniversary, Paul's photographer daughter Mary McCartney uh, directed the film uh, to premiere on Disney Plus. It's coming out on December 16th, so it's out this uh, week, which is cool. It's an incredible studio. Also in attendance were McCartney and Ringo's respective wives, Nancy Shevel and Barbara pa- Barbara Bach. Uh, Bach. Bach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also in attendance were McCartney and Ringo's respective... I already said that. Uh, were their wives there? Paul's other children, uh, Stella and James McCartney, along with Elton John and husband David Furnish. Uh, Spice Girl Melanie C. was there. Huh. And George Martin's son and current Beatles archival producer Giles Martin, too. Stella! So it's out this week. Uh, so I'm interested in seeing that. What were you laughing at? Stella? Oh, okay. Who, me? Yeah. No, I was Stella! Laughing. Oh, I thought he walked across the the room, and I thought you were giggling. No, I. Okay, did you fart? No, <laughs> this no, is so dumb. He would never walk across the room to get away not from true. me. To pass. Not yeah. true. Not yeah. true. I. That's went, it in music news, by the way. I went into the other room during a break <sighs> yesterday, and I bitched. love you. I did. Thank you. Uh, no, I I got a, a, an alert that the the somebody was uh, on my my ring camera. Oh, okay. So I clicked on it, and it's uh, the lady who cleans our house. Casey, are you home? <laughs> oh no, he found me. Yeah. I need a lift. <laughs> So uh, you can talk to them, you know? Like, yeah, so yeah. I, I just said, hey, Cheryl. Cheryl's a huge fan of the show, by the way. Ah. Yeah, the first time I ever talked to her, she was She's talking. She's on it now. She was talking to me about Flocky. She's been listening oh, for that All the way long. back to Flocky yeah. was a, a cashier at the gas station that used to be right next to uh, Y100 in media. Yeah. yeah. And she was a sweetheart, but she she passed out. She passed away. Yeah, cancer, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, hi, Cheryl. Okay. Who's on All the right. front? I thought I heard you laughing, so I was like, what is going on? Well, I did play the Stella thing, and and we got a little... Stella! A little bit of a giggle out of Steve. (laughs) Yeah. All right, um, we have one more break to take. We're going to do that very thing now. And uh, you know what, Casey, give me some of those uh, comedy uh, passes to give away. Uh, Because we do have a show coming up with Jack Whitehall. It's called the Jack Arse Tour. And it is going to be February 16th at the Miller Theater. And if you're interested in going, we'll take call number 11 at 215-263-WMMR. Tickets don't go on sale until Friday at 10 a.m. through KimmelCulturalCampus.org. So call our 11. We'll give you those tickets. And if you are interested for a link and a second chance to win, just text the word Jack Arse. To 39333. That's spelled J A C K A R S E. And you might win that way too. So nice. Be back in a moment. Stay with us. From 8 to 10, Nick from the Preston and Steve Show rocks The Post, 129 South 30th Street, Center City, with a Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition pre-party. Enter for a chance to win a seat at the big event on December 21st at Parks Casino and enjoy $4 Miller Lite drafts and $14 pitchers. 
Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Stop it. Stop it. Shut up. That was Jimmy Eat World on 93.3 That guy was just talking? That's, no, no. Oh. The, the song was Jimmy Oh, World. yes. That guy is big voice guy. I've, yeah. forgot, I've forgotten his name. Uh, but we were left in automatic mode. And that was what was supposed to happen, but I hit a button at the wrong time, and it, it brought up big voice guy. Uh, anyhow, there we go. I feel better now. It is uh, 1046. We're wrapping up the program today. Uh, thank you for your phone calls and checking in yeah. and winning prizes and doing a lot of that stuff. Great. I would thank Chevy Chase, but he canceled the last second. <coughs> Excuse me. So we didn't get to have him on. Uh, but from what I understand, it's postponed. Well, fortunately, we just gently promoted it instead of mentioning it every seven oh, seconds. Banged it all morning long. I was looking. I was so excited. Yes. For being on the show. Uh, for, uh, promoting uh, Chris's vacation, which we adore. Yeah. So we're going to try to get to that uh, tomorrow. Rocky's upset. If possible. I, he loves Christmas vacation. He's a fan of Randler's. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, he loves all that stuff. So. I will kiss you. <laughs> what? Sit on my lap. I saw Rocky kissing Santa Claus <laughs> underneath the mistletoe. I man. saw Adrian kissing Buckus. <laughs> you know In the low light, I couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, anyway... Uh, our personal Santa is here yeah. this morning. Hey. Ho, ho, ho. Howdy, ho. Hey there. Hi there, ho there. How you Where's doing? Where's Happy asking? Uh, um, fine, thank you. Excellent. Uh, I made a comment this morning, um, about the decorations. Yes. And I, and I, I wondered out loud, I'm like, they really toned it down this year. No, we're not done yet. I know, that's what I found out. <laughs> I said that today's another day, so I'm yeah. like, okay, well, now we get it into gear. That was just day one. Yeah, that's just the beginning of it. I have that. to say, your crew is, seems a little bit more committed to presentation this year. Yes. Like there, there's a, less of a, uh, of a decoration factory exploded and more of a cheap and gaudy presentation. Yes. Yeah. Which yes. I appreciate. And Cheap I, and gaudy is good. I saw something new, I, or at least look new, or I've missed over the past couple of years if they've been around, and I loved are the uh, the tractor lights. <laughs> the tractor lights. You didn't see those? I don't know. Well, okay, I, so they're, they're tractors. They're little tractors on, on, a, on a string. Okay. They're, they're, they're lights, and each one of the, You know how you have the shotgun shells? How yeah, each yeah. one of those is a light? This is each, <laughs> each one light is a tractor. Those are great. That, little that John Deere tractor. What we did last year, we waited till after Christmas and then got in on some sales. All of, the stuff nobody wanted. Yeah, of horrible stuff. Because who wants tractor lights? Yeah. You know? I love and it. You have a classic Victorian tree, an inverted tree, which used to be the way they did it. Where they really? Put the tree upside down in the, uh, in the uh, corner. Wow. So we have an upside-down Christmas tree, uh, which is all black. Yeah. Um, but I did not know that was a tradition from olden times. That was actually getting uh, ahead of steam, like 2018, 2019. And uh, you didn't hear much about it, but it is still a thing that people do. Wow. Yeah, at some point in history, it became a, a, a trend way back yeah. when. And, uh, like uh, the hula hoop. And it comes in and out of, uh, out of fashion. All right, I saw it and I had to have it. Then we had a, we have a pink uh, tree. We have a tie dye tree. I love the tie dye tree. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, um, we have an, a couple of other trees. And then one year, Pancake came up with this ingenious idea. We had all this globules of crap, <laughs> uh, you know, lights that are don't work that are got yeah. strung together with garland. They got strung together with wires and other such things, and it it became this mutating glob of mass. 
and Pancake went and got a mic stand and <laughs> opened the mic stand and extended it and just hung the crap right on the mic stand. That's great. I said, that is genius. Oh. That is crap genius. Okay. Remember that glob that was in Egg Harbor for a while? That, that, that's yeah, yeah. Kind of your trigger to that. What it was. It was yeah. almost like an alien being out in the harbor. It was this. <laughs> it was this. It was this thing. Yeah. yeah. And now we put it to good use and made yeah. it a decoration. Yep. I Beautiful. went and got it from Egg Harbor and brought it here. I have to go see that. I, I'm very curious as to how that looks on the mic stand. That's awesome. Um, all right. Well, day two, uh, that's underway. How about we get the letter of the day from yes. you? All right. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter R as in Rapunzel. Rapunzel, let down your hair. All right. And we have a Pizik round barbecue and fire pit kit from Landis Block. Landis Block, start imagining your own backyard paradise. Uh, by looking at the photo gallery online at landisbc.com. Uh, besides decorating, uh, anything else going on today that you'd like to mention? Well, we just got a pair of tickets uh, for Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel to give away. Nice. So that is cool. Uh, we'll have those to give away over the course of the program. I think we'll also have more Woodstock Trading Company certificates and workforce blocks of the Killers and the Clash and another Christmas block today. Wonderful. All right. I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan. The President and Steve Show runs on Duncan. It's also brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors, and Wawa has a gift card for anyone in your list because Wawa is a sponsor. Holla, uh, happy holidays from Wawa. Tomorrow on the program, uh, take two on Chevy Chase. We'll see. Let's see if he's uh, available, but uh, we're hoping to get him on. And uh, singer John Waite. There's a documentary about his career. Wow. I saw a bit of it, and yeah. uh, one Jackie Bam Bam's in it. Yeah, he is? Really? Yes, he is. Wow. Well, he and John are really good friends. Uh, so we'll talk to John Wade. He's great. He's been on our show a number of times. Uh, that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have yourself a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve on 93 WMMR. Bing, there. Do-do-be-do. Do-da-da-do-dip-a-do-dip-a.